16th, it's 2020. Uh, Hoaxbusters call. And looks like we got some maybe audio troubles. I don't know. Can anybody hear me right now in the chat? Can you hear me at all? Everything checks out good on my end. So we're just rolling forward. Hopefully you can hear me because, uh, yeah, that's what we're going to do, I guess. I don't know. Uh, let me t- type into the chat again. This is really a total... Oh, loud and clear. Good. Oh, cool. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know what happens with this sometimes. I ran through a battery of tests and everything, and it and it uh, says, Oh, you're checking out good. Everything's okay. We got clear signal. We got open communications bouncing satellite from uh, the USS Nimitz to the moon, back to the Earth, and then there's a satellite in Australia that beams it back to Lawton, Oklahoma, and everything checks out. And then I get on, I log on, and it's like, oh, we can't hear you, man. No sound. I'm like, okay, this is totally ridiculous. But yeah, um, yeah, I played a little different intro music there. I kind of clipped it off. I wasn't going to let it play, but I was like, okay, I'm kind of biting at the bit. And uh, yeah, Rick Moore sent that to me. Thanks, man. That's uh, UK subs down on the farm. Like, I'm thinking the human ranch, the farm... And, uh, yeah, we're going through a recent new upgrade to this. Like I was talking about last time, the up- upgrading the system, bringing it online with the new newfangled upgrades of consolidation of, oh, I guess everything now, medical records, um, getting all your state and federal authorities synchronized and getting them on board with all the new fangled directives that they are want to check uh internet dropped am i still on okay now i'm having internet trouble all of a sudden your internet dropped the call still hear you okay good uh, that's a little bit uh disruptive when a big red 
box comes flashing up saying your call is dropped but i'm still on good see this is yeah the the uh forces at work out there are trying to stop the hoax busters call apparently and it is march 16th it is 2020 i didn't say that web is about to go down web's about to go down oh is that it they're gonna take the internet down <laughs> the coronavirus got in the in the tubes the inner tubes it's gonna gonna take take the internet down too wow it's quite a virulent strain or whatever it is uh get a drink of coffee here uh who's in the participant i would say chat but see they got it in under two different tabs now so to be correct i gotta oh wow got a good turnout uh square circles here guest eights here chris seven five one one's here guest 11's here richard benedict 73 buck cherry chris guest four and another chris and rich destroy is on the invite he's not here yet one two uh, people would believe that. Yeah, and unfortunately, probably would. Yeah. The virus not only jumped species, but it jumped from living organisms to computers somehow or another. I don't know. This is all new to us. That all of a sudden, viruses mutate and jump into things just willy-nilly. And it, and it went from a... uh civet cat virus to a human virus to a to a windows 96 virus to a uh to a linux virus and then it got in the servers and then it jammed up the internets oh really that's bad man that's really bad i hate that i hate when that happens that's what people would say i guess they wouldn't um question it that sucks man it's like nobody's questioning this stuff that's what's really bugging me about it it's like i'm not afraid of any of it. it's like yeah here we go again and it's like all of this is just a it's a continuation of everything that's always going on continually except for now it's like turning up the volume to where you're like okay man that's like a little bit loud let's okay I get I get it. We need to go globalist. I get it. We need to stop eating meat. I get it. Okay, okay. We need to this climate change and man is a plague on the earth. I, I understand. And then now it's like everything is just full tilt boogie. But um yeah, they have to do that from periodically from time to time. And I do have a quote in case you thought I forgot. I didn't forget. Uh, technique has taken over the whole of civilization. Death, procreation, birth, all submit to technical efficiency and systemization. And that's from Jocks Alol. Jocks Alol. That's what it do. It takes over everything. Uh, Death, procreation, birth. Now we're going into, I guess, a new 
phase where it's going to be all up in your business, at least to a much, at least maybe to a more degree than it was prior. And um, listening to some virus expert on Joe Rogan that it was yesterday, the day before, whatever, is pissing me off. Um, I was going to clip out of it, and I was like, nah, just talk about it, talk about it. Because it's like, what difference does it make if people hear it from the horse's mouth? Because I'm either preaching to the choir or even the, there's the true believers that believe in status authority and everything comes out officialdom. And, and if, you, if, you play, if you play clips out from out of officialdom that directly contradict each other, it won't even matter to them. That's okay. But it's like the guys on Joe Rogan, and he's saying all kinds of crap. And, of course, Joe Rogan's just like, yeah, just just, just uh, lapping up every everything he says, like a thirsty uh, dog. It's a mind virus, guess one says. Yeah, it's... Uh, it definitely is a mind virus more than anything. That's true. But this guy's going on about uh, how you can catch it, and um, he's saying that, yeah, you could use hand sanitizers, and you can use uh, the you know methodology of not touching your face, and so on and so on, but... Truth be known, it's this is an airborne pathogen and it's transmitted through the air. So it's like you, you know, we try to tell people maybe not to breathe, but that's a little bit difficult for most people because since you know we depend on oxygen to survive, then it's like there's nothing really you can do about it. Basically, is what he's saying. So it's like, yeah, the yeah, ramping up the fear on the Rogan show. Um, out of the, and then out of the World Health Organization, you got a direct contradiction to what this cat said. It's like, yeah, wash your hands and don't touch money because you'll get you'll catch it from touching that old dirty paper money. Okay, which is it? Is it airborne pathogen mainly, or can you get it from touching money? And then I heard another thing. It's like, well, the virus can't live outside of a host for more than two hours. And then I heard another thing saying the virus can be transmitted through Amazon packages because the virus can survive up to 24 hours. So you're hearing just con- just pay attention and you'll hear all kinds of co- conflicting stuff out of official sources, out of non-official sources. Just people just either they're – it's really just it, – it's, it's whatever suits, whatever agenda needs to be pushed at that particular moment because they know most people are just – Half a pain, half asleep, half paying attention to anything. They know they know right now that they're supposed to be worried. They really don't know why, and then it's like the confusion sets in. And next thing you know, everybody's buying all the toilet, all the toilet paper. Buy it all, buy all of it. Let's buy. What are we going to do? Well, let's buy all the toilet paper, all of it, every last uh, square of it. Let's buy it. It's like what? Man, so I posted that on the blog, uh, Richard D. in Arizona sent me yeah f- horror footage out of Costco, where like everybody's <laughs> buying toilet paper. 
And I like how, like, he's filming and then, like, <laughs> it's just like, I, I was talking to him when he did it. I know it's like, it's because I'm thinking, oh, man, that, when I'm watching it, it looks like a setup. But it's like, no, it's not a setup. He's actually walking through the store spontaneously and just film. And then, like, you see, and he's filming, the, and then he's got the guy with, like, the two big giant bales of... Uh, toilet paper and then and then Richard's walking and he turns a corner and then like you see coming in from the left into the field of view another guy with a totally different dude <laughs> two giant veils of toilet paper in his in his uh, cart <laughs> like what the hell is going on like wh- you know why toilet paper I mean like okay I, I don't. I guess everybody's asking that question. Like, what? What? What got? I. I. I'm thinking Facebook's has something to do with this. Like stuff, the kind of thing that gets passed around on Facebook. And uh, Square Circle says that's what happens when you make shit up. Yeah, your bullshit story is not straight. So you say one thing, and like the guy's on Rogan, and he's just like with the utmost conviction and confidence like saying all this stuff because he's the i guess the top expert guy man i would love to i was like look trying to find his number and i was man, i would love to talk to him for like two minutes and ask him a couple of questions and uh but man that's it's hard to get people on the phone i was trying to get some people on the phone last week and it was like uh, it's time consuming um yeah, I I would like to do more of it, but uh yeah, why not double A batteries? That's a good question. Like, yeah, stock up on double A batteries there, buddy. Here comes a virus. Stock up on uh let's stock up on those little um candles that float in water, those little ones, let's get all them, let's buy all of them. Every single one of them. Uh, let's get, uh, yeah, let's buy those, uh, let's buy up all the, uh, those air fresheners that plug into the outlet and put out, electronically put out odors. Let's buy all of those, all of them. Everybody, let's do it. Let's get out there and do it. It's like, what, man. But uh, if you're a dedicated listener to HPC going back, and you can go back, and uh, we talked about, like, yeah, stop using toilet paper and get one of those things that you could buy on it's uh, on the Internet. Just look up bidet, and then it's a portable. Is it a portable? Whatever. And you play, it takes, like, I'm serious, 15 minutes to bolt this onto your toilet it's like the simplest thing in the world squirts water back there gets it clean get your uh undercarriage clean and you're and you're set it's like toilet paper is then you come to the awareness that toilet paper is is completely obsolete it's been obsolete since they invented that and somebody invented that like a while back a long time ago but it hasn't caught on in America for some reason. I don't know. But, like, you know, here we go with, the, like, the most absurd circumstances and situations imaginable in world history. And we got it all on film and everything today. And in and, and HD, with our HD cameras, and we can take 
eight high resolution video of the absolute insanity. Oh, Charmin won the like. Uh, was it mainly Charmin that got bought out, or was there any? particular brand that people were favoring i was looking on amazon and this is not a joke uh er, there were there were every uh, bale like you could buy the big bales of toilet paper and uh, scott tissue was the only one available like charm and all the other ones were like they said not of it currently not available currently not available and I was like, ah, what do I care? I don't use freaking toilet paper anyway. But then I was looking at the brand that I used to use, which is Scott Tissue. And it's like, it's kind of like the gas station toilet paper, which I always liked that. I didn't like, I never cared for the soft, super ultra soft. I, I like that Charmin. I never liked that. I, I always thought that was just not, not very something about it i don't know but it was like the scott tissue was available but i don't i don't i don't know why like that's people are it's it's a i guess what's funny about it to me it's like here's a run on something and it's like a scarcity but like still people are gonna be real picky like oh that's not two ply that's not the soft stuff it's like they don't want scott tissue what's wrong with scott tissue i thought i mean yeah it's not plush or whatever i mean you gotta not only is there a run on tissue but it's got to be the plush tissue the fancy stuff that's man what a bizarre culture we're in right now how bizarre is all that it's like it's man my i I just have like a stabbing pain in my temple right now from thinking trying to absorb this into my brain but um yeah, Square uh, Square Circle says he doesn't want that prison shit, that Scott tissue. Um, that's a matter of a, that's that's your opinion, man. That I, I don't know. I guess it's a I don't know. It's uh, I guess I need a just kidding. Yeah, I, I understand. Like, but I think I need a toilet paper expert to come on Hoaxbusters call and break it all down how many trees go into it a year is it is it sustainable dr duck yeah he could probably break it down um but okay so uh, are we supposed to panic i don't know is it panic time yet I don't, I don't, I don't get a sense that I don't. I've never heard anybody say so far that it's like there's a bunch of people dying yet. I mean, anybody dying? I mean, they said, well, elderly people are dying, but it's like, yeah, don't elderly people kind of have traditionally always been the ones that were kind of dying regularly? I don't know. Am I missing something? Because that's that's kind of standard, like where it's like, yeah, you get old and die, right? I mean, that's kind of like how life kind of works we're having a we're can't we're having a situation here everybody and the, the elderly are dying that's what's happening in america and around the world it's like yeah i think that's pretty much standard right i mean that's kind of like what goes on like regularly yeah i mean i, I don't know what that is supposed to be a it, 
be a point of concern. Really old people are starting to die all over the world. News at 11. It's like, okay, I guess you're running out of shit to report. Um, then I talked about... I bring this up from time to time because I think it's important. Officially, now, I'm not making this up. This is what they say. You could take it however you want to take it. Oh, Chris, that's fake. It's in the news. It's fake. I lost my tab, didn't I? Well, good thing I have it saved in Evernote. Uh, check one, two... I guess I, I do that reflexively now. Hey, where did it go? You all don't mind bearing with me for one second. Okay. Now. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I needed to scroll up. Sorry about that. Well, the third leading cause of death in the U.S. Most doctors don't want you to know about. What's that, you might ask? A recent John Hopkins study claims that... This is a 2018 article. A recent John Hopkins study claims that more than 250,000 people in the U.S. die every year from medical errors. Other reports claim that the number is as high as 440,000. Medical errors are the third leading cause of death after heart disease and cancer. Could you imagine 440,000 people dying from some kind of like outbreak or something? How like how absolutely freaked out? It's just in the United States, like how absolutely freaked out everybody would mandatorily need to be. Uh, My Little Angel is how Christopher Jerry describes his daughter, Emily. At just a year and a half, Emily was diagnosed with a massive abdominal tumor and endured numerous surgeries and rigorous chemotherapy before finally being declared cancer-free. But just to be sure, doctors encouraged Chris and his wife to continue with Emily's last scheduled chemotherapy session, a three-day treatment that we began on her second birthday. On the morning of our final day of treatment, a pharmacy technician prepared the intravenous drug, filling it with more than 20 times the recommended dose of sodium chloride. Within hours, Emily was on life support and declared brain dead. Three days later, she was gone. Sadly, Emily's case is not unique. According to a recent study by John Hopkins, more than 250,000 people in the United States die every year because of medical mistakes, making it the third leading cause of death after heart disease and cancer. Now, this is uh, something that I've talked about before, and I've brought up the study that this is based on a quote-unquote peer-review study by Barbara Starfield. She's like highly credentialed as far as experts go and she has all kinds of published literature in the journals and her bona fides are nothing to sneeze at and she's putting this out about the healthcare system in the United States and how many people die. She mentions in that study though that 
this these figures like this two hundred thousand, even the four hundred forty thousand figure, the two hundred fifty thousand figure. This is this is what is compiled based on what is reported. Now they said in there too that like the underreporting is pretty extreme when it comes to medical related deaths. And based on my experience with the so-called healthcare system and all that, I would say yeah, definitely underreported because I I had. Uh, uh, a period of time where I was being put on medications. Uh, there was a there was more than one instance where I was having very uh, a lot of difficulty with side effects, so called, which there aren't really side effects. There's just effects of these drugs, but um, that they would never ever admit that had anything to do with the drug, which is just bizarre. So I imagine if the drug would have killed me it would have gone down as probably some complications with whatever I was purported to be diagnosed with. So, yeah, a thousand a day. Yeah, that's absolutely freaking mind-blowing. That's in the medical industry. So, with that said, so I was hearing some other folks that are kind of look that are known for looking into fakery and whatnot uh with the mantra well nobody dies nobody get hurt anybody that says otherwise is a liar well I, I don't go into that um yeah people do die every day people do get hurt every day and a lot of it is at the hands of officials and the government but how does it work how does it really work do they release weaponized viruses into the uh environment and um and it and it causes people to succumb to these diseases they drop dead is that what's going on i i myself personally i have my doubts can but i do know this would work you stampede people into the system like oh i got a cough oh they said there's a deadly virus going around i better go to the clinic when ordinarily they wouldn't so that's going to be a increase in the number of people going to clinics going to doctors and since doctors are the number three or if you take into account under reporting the probably far away number one cause of death then you're going to have more death just by um, default people more people going into the system is there's going to be more people end up dead so is there going to be people dying is there going to be people getting hurt it's like the man's daughter that was in yes that's going to happen there's going to be some dead bodies for sure how many i don't know but the people getting stampeded into this healthcare system yes um this is the number one cause of death yeah you you get more people Involved and exposed to the number one leading cause of death in the United uh, in this country, at least. And yeah, you're going to have deaths. People losing their uh, moms, people losing their brothers, people losing their sisters, people losing their you know family members, their grandparents. You know, early. Then they or should yeah, that's going to be happening because they're going to be going to. Oh, I got just now. I just wiped my nose. I have some snot coming out. Um. So a lot of people based on that said, well, we better get better get down to the clinic and get checked out. I don't know. That's that 
coronavirus, I'm better sure you don't have that. Next thing you know, I'm on whatever it is these drugs are handing out, whatever this stuff is. They're probably handing all kinds of shit out in relation to this. I don't know. I heard a couple of names of some drugs and stuff they were talking about. Uh, all they got to do is get on there and throw out a name. I'm surprised that Rogan guest didn't throw out a couple of medications. Um, that was shocking. I thought I figured he would throw one of one out at least. Cause that's pretty typical. And the next thing you know, people are hearing it's like, "Oh, can I get some of that?" Uh, Whatever it is, I was trying to think of a, a name for a effective drug. Uh, but you get my drift. Square Circle says, I thought meat caused all death. It causes... Well, does it cause all death? I mean, our bodies are made of meat. And they break down, and that's the cause of death. So that would be, yeah, definitely technically correct. Uh, meat breaks down after a while. Your meat body breaks down, and is the cause of that's the cause of your demise eventually. Because you know we all are going to die. That is pretty certain. That's a matter of fact. Even in spite of this idea that oh, we're gonna. We're going to catalog all your memories and your thoughts and feelings, and we're going to port you into the cloud, and then we're going to bring you back in an android, port you into an android, and uh, you'll live forever in a in an android body. That's not going to happen. That's a bunch of bullshit. So... Yeah, we're all going to die. Living in fear of the inevitable death, which you know is going to happen, will make you more uh, more fearful of the unknown. Guest one says, yeah, you're more fearful. Who wants to live in fear? It's like I'm 50 years old now. It's like, man, that went by pretty quick. It's like life is short anyway. It's like, what do I want to live in fear for? It's stupid. What if this was a virus? I I still wouldn't care. Who cares? Oh, we're going to die. Oh, yeah, we're going to die. I don't know. Like what That story I read about the little girl, He like she went through cancer and everything, and then like just some mistake this some guy made with the, with the uh, was it saline or something and killed that little girl. You know, it's like... You know, it's, that happened. That had nothing to do with any kind of virus or anything. It's just, you know, medical errors and stuff. And then people in the medical industry, I'm not saying that they're maliciously killing people. It's just like they get busy and they, uh, you know, they only could do so much at one time and they're multitasking. And it's like next thing you know, they, they've written you a wrong prescription or given you the wrong thing or... Uh, quadrupled your dose or uh, or even giving you uh, a drug that's FDA approved and kills you because it's interacting with something else that you took uh, or something and they don't they can't account for all that stuff so it's like yeah when you start throwing those chemicals around all all haphazardly and willy-nilly like yeah you're gonna have some bad combinations you're gonna have some bad stuff happen and it's like uh 
Yeah, stay away from doctors as much as humanly possible. If you get like, uh, you know, you're riding around on your new uh, scooter and your motorized scooter and your leg slips underneath the, uh, it gets caught up in the spoke, maybe severs your leg from foot from the ankle down or something, and they can go attach your foot, I would say, yeah, cool. I mean, that's great. But, like, um, going in there and expecting them to, like, give you some kind of a cure for some chronic ailment you have, they don't have cures, man. They don't. They don't have any cures. They just have drugs. That's all they got. And those drugs will eventually kill you. They'll put you in an early grave. I've seen it happen to too many people. Too many people. I'm going to play this clip. Cave Monk Dave was talking about this movie. He said it's got a lot of predictive programming in it. I want to see if I could play this clip. It's pretty interesting. I have to make some tweaks. Oh, no. Let me see. It's only take like a minute. I just need to make this uh, configuration adjustment. You had a seizure this morning, Beth. She had a history of seizures. As of last night, there were 32 cases. Unfortunately, she did die. Right. So can I go talk to her? Mr. Armoff, your wife is dead. What are you talking about? What happened to her? What happened to her? Is there any way someone could weaponize the bird flu? Is that what we're looking at? Someone doesn't have to weaponize the bird flu. The birds are doing that. Watch this. It's transmission. So we just need to know which direction. On that... Boo-doo-boo. Yeah, I ain't got to play a whole bunch of that. You get the drift. I just wanted to play that part where he... What does it say? Like, somebody's... Who's weaponizing... <laughs> who's weaponizing the bird flu? It's just like, you don't, you don't have to... You don't have to weaponize the bird flu. The birds are doing it. It's like, what? It's like, all right. Yeah, that sounds pretty stupid. The birds are weaponized. Like, we live in the world, and uh, everything is out to kill us. That's what they want us to believe. Like, the birds are weaponizing viruses against mankind, and Mother Gaia wants to kill us. And uh, the other side of their mouth, it's like, the world's overpopulated. There's too many people on the planet. Um, and then they'll. The next breath is, eat a whole foods, plant based diet for your health and your longevity, and then we can eliminate the number one killer, which is the medical. I mean, heart disease, and then everybody can live a long, healthy life with the planet being overpopulated. It's like, what are you talking about? I thought you said the planet was overpopulated. And you want everybody to live a long, healthy life. And 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 Bill Gates and everybody else t- 
talking about overpopulation is also saying everybody should go vegan and then um they'll show PETA will show commercials about oh how it's going to be it's going to work wonders for your libido and you're going to be a tiger in bed and uh yeah so you want people fornicating left and right uh full of uh virility uh living long healthy lives full of virility uh isn't that going to even with all the birth control just going to accidentally result in more children being inadvertently born with all that virility going on like you're saying is going to happen it's it's like the the world view that backs a lot of the, this stuff is so self-refuting you're going to see so much absurd crap out there it's amazing. It's absolutely astounding how just absolutely absurd it is and self-contradictory on its face. It's like, yeah, one one hand, yeah, we want to eliminate the number one cause of death, which is heart disease. And what is what causes heart disease? Well, we figured out. Science has figured out. It's from eating meat. And we can do what? Well, if you stop eating meat, you can save your heart and save your life and live longer. And the planet's overpopulated. It's like, yeah, but you want to live a long life, don't you? It's like, yeah, but aren't you trying to save the planet, too? How's that going to save the planet? It's like, well, when everybody goes vegan, then the cows can stop farting, and then there won't be the methane. And it's like... Do I need to go in how ridiculous that is? Like, what happened? What was going on with pre-civilization with the buffalo herds and the caribou herds and the deer? There's accounts that uh, the, the the buffalo herds, like like one buffalo herd could cover an entire state. Could you imagine the amount of buffalo, man? I mean... It's just, wow, just totally mind-boggling how many buffalo there were. And uh, eating grass and farting and belching and putting out methane. And uh, and then you'll hear people say, well, there was there's way more cows now than there ever was. It's like, okay, buffalo were two or three times bigger than the average cow. That's another thing. Not only had you had buffalo, but you had um, longhorn cattle. You had uh, caribou, you had bighorn sheep, you have uh, deer, you have elk, you have uh, and massive elk, big huge elk. You have reindeer in the in the north. You have um, all kinds of different types of uh, water buffalo, uh, ibex. Um, in in Africa and the African continent thousands upon thousands upon thousands and then pre-civilization it's just like the, the numbers were way higher and they say too the animals were way bigger from what they can estimate looking at studying their bones and whatever so there was a lot of methane being put out. That's somehow okay. What are they? What is the? But but the cows that uh, humans raise for food are killing the planet. Somebody please explain the the fundamental difference in the methane that's put out by a buffalo as opposed to the methane that's put out by a Jersey cow. 
please explain that or shut your mouth one or the other or please somebody explain to me like how there is 320,000 unknown viruses I don't know how they're known if they're unknown don't ask me that but that's what science says according to science the stuff I'm reading out there that's in science so how how are you going to protect everybody with vaccines unless you're going to vaccinate against all 320,000 viruses because we now know based on this thing that's going on right now allegedly that any time one of these can jump from a species i guess from anything from a lizard or whatever into humans and cause a pandemic that's what we're told and there's 320,000 of these out there and do you, are you not seeing the absurdity in this situation i mean and what does that do to the vaccine argument can somebody explain that to me like how like how does the vax the anti-vax the opponents how do they make sense of that when presented if you get into an argument with one of these pro-vax nutcases that that demand that you vaccinate your children cuz they're cuz they're going to be put at risk throw that one at them say did you know there's 320,000 unknown viruses that affect mammals according to science um well they'll probably say yes i do i know everything about science it's like well how, how are you protected from them um they can jump species anytime according to science according to everything we're being told right now and that's another thing that doesn't make any damn sense Oh, they came out of wet markets in China. That's what the expert on Joe Rogan was saying. And yeah, he's pushing that. He's pushing that line. Yeah, it's come. This, this has come out of these, these old dirty Chiners eating meat. He didn't say it like that, but that was the suggestion. And then, and then Rogan brings up, "Oh, did you see the pictures where they're eating bats?" It's like, man, it's like. So you got a, you got images floating around. This is the the most base level kindergarten level bullshit propaganda ever. And so they show a bat a woman eating a bat in soup. Knowing full well the the to the westerner that it's, everything is prepackaged and it doesn't even look like food when they're done with it and it's all it's it's they're used to all this heavily processed and everything is sanitized and then uh, that's going to look very unappealing and then you could draw all kinds of connotations association with that and then associate with that disease when there is nothing out there that you can look at that even remotely uh draws a a uh a tie with eating bats and disease there there according to what's out there if you want to read it there was a um a problem with people eating bats in Borneo or somewhere, and they would eat. People would eat the bats and then get sick. And um, so the so the association was made. It's like, yeah, they're disease carrying 
uh, flying rats that nobody should be eating in there. It makes you say, but you know, if, if you if you actually look into the story, it's like the bats are eating some kind of fruit that was uh, not quite ripe and then toxic to people, and then they would get the bats would load up on it and they would have all this fruit in their system that was toxic to people, and then people would eat the bats and get sick because of the fruit. They figured it out. So is fruit bad to eat? No, bats are bad. We know that he causes disease. Like the, yeah, it's just a bunch of bullshit. It's all it's all based on perception management, showing you a picture, putting it on Twitter, put it on Facebook, and the stuff like goes around and it, people look at it and they and they and they and they're convinced by this picture of this bat in this bat suit that this is the, that's the cause. Well, why? Because, oh, it's off-putting. It looks ugly, and it's like, well, that must be the cause. It was like this very simplistic, like I said, kindergarten-level propaganda. Um, yeah, it's silly. And then you got this expert on Rogan feeding into that idea, which is absolutely absurd. Yeah, this the, these, these viruses jump species, and this happened in a meat market... And these meat markets, how many thousands of years have they had these meat markets, Joe and this other expert? How many thousands of years have meat markets and wet markets have been around in so-called civilization? Probably from the beginning, I would think. But now they're a problem. Oh, they're a problem now. But, oh, you know what? We have Beyond Burgers. And this will help. It's like, oh, you don't say, do you? Oh, and you just now got this online and got it up and running, and there's and you're putting it in Burger King. And now we can announce to the world that meat's bad. And then um, I'm watching this YouTube video of this guy, Ice Age Farmer, and I've watched his videos. He's going into the state of farming in the United States, and, and he's a bit of a fear monger, but... He's bringing up some interesting articles and stuff. I don't want to post one of his videos that he just recently did. But, you know, with that in mind, I was like, uh, I'm not on board with the fear-mongering. Because people say, oh, Chris, you say we're not going to have meat in the future. Well, you're going to have beyond meat. That's what it's going to be. Um, and whatever lab-grown shit that they can concoct. Uh, meat's not going to be... I, I don't ever foresee, I don't foresee it being outlawed. Uh, it will be attainable and, and accessible. It's just going to be like uh, I would guess it's going to be something like beluga caviar is now like that expensive. Where right? it's like, wow, you know what? That's like maybe something you can have for like on holidays, uh, special occasions. But yeah, you ain't gonna be doing that regular on the regular. Let's see. Oh man, I got running my upper for an hour. Anyone who wants to call in, call in. Oh, look at the participants. I see. Looks like Marcus Allen. All right, call in, man, if you want to call in. Guess fourteen. Rich Destroy is up in here. Yes, five square circle. Tom, Adam Miller, cool. Bunch of people here, cool. Yeah, anybody call in? I want to play a. Uh, 
commercial break. Um, yeah, I didn't get any donations this past week. It'd be cool if somebody wants to send me, yeah, I don't know, 10 bucks or whatever. Uh, it helps out. Um, yeah, I know. It's like, it's, it's like this uncertain period in time. It's kind of like, yeah, probably better not to be throwing money around. I understand that. Let's get an ad. People are now prepping in record numbers for worst-case scenarios, buying guns, gold, and storable food. But when the crisis happens, what are you going to do about shoes? There won't be any retail stores. There won't be any shopping malls. Where do you go? Go to survivalistshoes.com today and get your 100-pair future footwear bug-out pack. 100 pairs of shoes in a hermetically sealed container, easily stored in a shed or buried underground. 100% nuke and weatherproof. 100 pairs of classic style that'll never go out of fashion. Don't be the last man standing and not have any shoes. Go to survivalistshoes.com today and get your 100 pair future footwear bug out pack. It'll be the best thing you ever did. Survivalistshoes.com The following is a paid message of the Transliteracy Fund. The Transliteracy Fund is an... All right. That was a message from Survivalist Shoes at survivalistshoes.com. Oh, I got some processes running. Looks like Marcus Allen's going to call in to the Skype. Let's see how that goes down. Um, looks like my Skype is launching. Do 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 pop up. Looks like it's set up, man. If you want to try calling in, do. One, two, check. What is going on, dude? Hey, Marcus, how's it going? Uh, it's, it's, well, it's going, I don't know how it's going. Normally I'm pretty positive, but what's been happening this week has uh, been quite interesting, isn't it? Uh, pretty interesting, yeah. You sound like a little horse there. You got the, you got the crunk, man, or? No. Oh. <laughs> Just getting older, Chris. Oh, that's happening, yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of doing that too. Getting yeah, old. Yeah, I heard you're, you're fifty. I forgot you're three years or three years behind me. Oh, really? So you're yeah, you're uh, 
in the in the mid fifties. Get no, you you're almost going to get uh, the senior citizen discounts and stuff. That's pretty I know, cool. or or the or those uh, those nice homes that they build for retired people. <laughs> if they got your eye out for uh, like a nice retirement community. Well, they're actually nice homes. I'm not kidding. Oh yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong. They're with better that. than the homes they offer for people under 55. Well, yeah. Um, Richard, uh, caller, caller, out from Arizona. He works uh, with doing handyman work and whatnot, and he does a lot of work for the retirement community around there. It's, uh, so I've I've helped them out on some jobs and stuff, and it's like, yeah, you go out there to Sun City in Arizona, and it's uh, yeah, everybody's driving golf carts around. You kind of got to watch for uh, golf carts in the road, and mm-hmm. it's like um, nice nice housing, pretty nice quiet community, and uh, that's um, good weather. I don't like to do the is the is the virus is probably I don't imagine they do as good in hot weather like in Arizona so that's probably like a good place to be if viruses are as they say have you looked into the whole germ theory of disease question Oh oh yeah and th- someone posted today that you can't get a vaccine for a virus it has to be bacterial I never heard that before. Ah, uh, really? No, I never That's heard that. That's interesting to look into. That you can't get a vaccine for a virus? That's what they were saying. I don't know if that's true or not, but it wouldn't surprise me if that were true. I know when my son had an inner ear infection, they wanted to give him an antibiotic and uh, looked into it, and you don't give antibiotics for ear infections. It's... Again, it's a bacterial versus viral issue. One goes for one and one goes for another. Huh. And I and I caught hell for that for like a week because it was like really bad for a week and I refused to go get anything from a doctor. Still refused to do that. And, uh, you know, he, he was fine, but there was all kinds of issues with his ear for a week. And if you remember, my wife's girlfriend is a doctor and uh, she... Hasn't really spoken to me since then. She was really upset that I didn't go to a doctor about that. Oh well, like um, that's yeah. But you, but you got over it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I don't really care what anyone thinks. There's only three people I care about: what they think, and they live in my house. So yeah. No, I don't care that. Mm-mm. It's her loss too. So right. No, I don't trust doctors at all. I'm, um, I just try to stay stay clear of them whenever possible. It's just there's it's, it's no point in it because what what are you gonna like really actually really need a doctor unless you have some kind of like injury or something that's life threatening. Um, there was an NPR. Yeah. I think it was NPR, some kind of podcast or something, and someone went hidden camera to an emergency doctor convention. Uh, it went something like that. And they asked the question, 
if you had to go to the hospital, what would you go for? Would you go for CPR? Would you go for dialysis? Would you go for, you know, where they shock you with those shock things? And um, they all re- they all confessed that they wouldn't take any of that stuff except for one thing. You want to try to guess what that one thing is? What was that again? Uh, uh, yeah, I kind of missed that last part because I was... Was trying to so so someone broke. I'll, I'll say it again. So someone uh, went hidden microphone uh, to a doctor emergency doctor convention and and asked the doctors what knowing what you know about emergency medicine, what procedure would you avoid if you yourself had to go to the hospital? Would you avoid CPR, kidney dialysis, uh, et cetera, et cetera? And they all said. Like unanimously said, they wouldn't do any of that except for one treatment. Can you guess what that one treatment is? That they would. Okay, so they wouldn't. That's what I was unclear on. So they wouldn't do any of those, but they would do the one treatment they were fine with. Um, Is it saline drip? Uh, That's a good guess. No, but no, they didn't say that. I don't even think that was an option. Oh, okay. Um, Starts with a P. Starts with a P. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I don't know. Wait, wait, wait a minute. And it's a it's a medical um, that goes along with surgery and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they would do it. I give you the second word: remediation. I think that's the word. I might be wrong. That's the second word? Yeah. P. It's a four-letter word. P. Remediation. It gives oh, you a hint. Know. Fire. Know. Burn. And it starts with a P? Yeah. No one on the chat's going to guess, huh? Shocking. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't even know. I've never heard of it. Pa- pain. 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 Pain remediation. Pain yeah. They they would take pain meds. Yeah, that's it. That's the only procedure that they agreed undercover. You know, as long as it's anonymous, they no one exposed their name. They that was the only procedure they would take in an emergency room. Uh, They would would they get um, anesthesia? Does that fall under pain remediation? Maybe, maybe. But they wouldn't do CPR. They wouldn't do. Like I said, kidney dialysis, like all the major things that people go to a hospital for, they would they were, would absolutely not do. Some were really vehement about it. They're like, they went off on it. They're like, you know, if people only knew what happens with CPR, it's a higher risk of blah, blah, blah. It was like, it was quite eye-opening. At least it was for me. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, that... That should tell you, yeah. Uh, but I've heard that a- anesthesia is a um, pretty high fatality rate associated mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Someone is asking about broken bones. I, now, I'm, I think I'm with you, Chris. I would try to set my own bone first. I think so, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with it letting it set itself or seeing if it does. Um yeah, it 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 takes uh it doesn't take that long. I was uh, when I was a teenager um 
we we get into some kind of unapproved activity, you know, like uh, my buddy, he stole um, a uh, a motorcycle, and uh, then we were riding it around at night and uh, going pretty fast and everything, and through this field and then we went down into this um this washout which is like this kind of big hole in the ground basically and i went flying off the back uh and cleared the everything and then landed and then i turned around and look i didn't see i couldn't see them i could hear the motorcycle running but i couldn't see it and i, and I walked back and i looked down and there's a big ass hole in the ground and the motorcycle was laying on top of them and pretty damn sure that his uh his the femur is the upper bone right on the leg yeah his his femur was broke mm-hmm. and um he he didn't go to the doctor or anything like he's like he wasn't he wasn't a type of person that wanted to go to the doctor and his mm-hmm. his leg set itself i'm pretty sure thinking back on it i was like cuz i cuz um i remember him not going to the not going to the doctor and i didn't i didn't draw that association until i heard that other there's another guy's story that he, he was on the trail and he said that his ankle set itself mm-hmm. and i was like man that must have been what happened to danny because he never went to the doctor and his freaking leg swole up like twice the size of his other one mm-hmm. i said that must have set his bone like must have set his bone back mm-hmm. and uh so there's that yeah your bone will reset itself but the doctor works against that when you go they're like oh we got to get the swelling down and the swelling is how your body is healing itself yeah yeah yeah. it's funny so this year i literally no joke and it wasn't as painful as you'd think i've literally sliced i'm looking at right now my finger off with a knife off you know cut off literally like Half my finger underneath the nail bed. Ooh. Because I was, yeah. Both times my wife was freaking out, blood everywhere, and it wouldn't stop. But um, I refused to go to a doctor, and I just wrapped it up. And uh, the first time it happened, I had no idea how long it would take to heal. I mean, it it, it, it wouldn't go back on. It, it literally came off. And then it took two months for it to come completely back like nothing ever happened. The body is amazing like that. And then two months ago, I sliced it again. <laughs> wow. Just for, for, for fun. And <laughs> just to see if it would heal again. <laughs> yeah, just, just te- you know, in science you have to test to see if it really works. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, right now it's been two months and it's half numb, but it's back. But my... It's literally, if someone looked at my finger, they would have absolutely no clue that I literally sliced my finger off, that, that half my finger, the tip off. How long did so it take to heal? Took to, over, it's been, it was January, it's now March, It's so that's been two months. And it's like, when I touch it, like half of it's numb, half of it's coming back. So it's probably going to take another couple weeks, maybe a month, for it to be completely restored. No doctor needed no stitches needed. So if you look at my, you would have no idea where I sliced my half my finger off. Wow! Yeah, but I have I have a glove now. Uh, I bought a glove on Amazon that's like made out of this special Tevlar material. So I'm not doing that again. It, it 
you know, I was at a commission. I couldn't, I literally couldn't type on a keyboard because it would keep bleeding. I don't recommend it is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's an issue like, uh, with the, if you don't get stitches that you can, the chances of reopening it stuff are, but you just kind of got to be careful. And if you do reopen it, eh, it'll heal back again. You know, it's like, yeah, the stitches and everything. I, I think in certain instances, like stitches are, are probably a good idea. You know, they, they just, I think that really has uh, a lot to do with, um, people in so-called civilization like our diets and everything like we're generally in a more we're in a weakened state i'm like convinced of that and i I do believe because we've talked about this before on past calls and um and my and my position was like yeah we are told that the uh, a good long life is like 75 to 80 years old uh, and and the more stuff i've i've ran across since we were talking about that like i was thinking well that's that's you know that's probably a lie it's like i i'm convinced now that yeah the real true life span of a of a human being is is probably somewhere around 140 mm that would That's, be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I, I think there's a lot to back that up. Like the like, like even the Bible says uh, 120 in Genesis in the book of Genesis it says 120. Like uh but other places it says 80, but like um then there's the Maasai and their legends and mm-hmm. there's uh there's some different accounts of like where they have they don't they don't have like of course birth records or anything like that but they have their oral traditions and everything and their um their ranking as a tribesman is based on how many you know generations of, of children they have and then grandchildren and and even you know they've known by observation like looking at these people that they uh they had to be um fathering children like oh when they're over a hundred years old so and then you know they have and how many generations they have and based on that they said they had to have like died when they're around 140 based on their and it's like that's a pretty that has to be a pretty accurate gauge of of a lifespan like the you know the generations of children that they're you know and their grandchildren their great-grandchildren that Mm -hmm. that come into being as they're still alive i think that would be a really good indicator of like how old somebody actually is you know or they would have to be you know i'm taking notes i I thought we were going to talk about what's in the news this week but i love talking about this so genealogy and then vegan You'll be very interested to know what I've been up to this year when it comes to diet. Yeah, um, I want to know like uh, all the juicy details, like because um, I know th- that you run experiments on yourself, yeah. and I've been doing a lot of that recently. Yeah, well, the punch the punchline is I've gone mostly carnivore, and I am in the best health, best shape of my life. And every time I hear you debate a vegan. I roll my eyes, uh, quite frankly, at you that you have the the guts to even debate uh, people like that. <laughs> I, I would never do that because you can't win that debate. But just nah. the the nonsense that they throw back is just outrageous. 
But yeah, I mean, um, you know, I basically quit podcasting. The real reason I quit is because my brain fog was just out of this world. It was insane. Like, right. I couldn't, wow. I couldn't string a sentence together. Wow. Like I was like, I was like having like Alzheimer like episodes at age 45. Man. And I am 100% convinced that plants, you know, vegetables is a culinary term. A lot of people don't know that. That plants is what is responsible for almost all of our ills. 100%. Yeah, you know, this is not even off subject. It actually goes right in line with, uh, I, I believe that this vegan trend has to do with what we're going through right now. I, I really do. I think that the, the goal was to get people in a weakened state and uh, hmm. that that this is a virus or not. I don't I don't I don't I really don't know what it is. So I, I'll just like leave it at that. But mm-hmm. I recall like conversations. You're the first guy that I can remember ever bringing anything up suggesting that vegetables may be bad remember that you were talking about tomatoes mm-hmm. being nightshade and stuff yeah mm-hmm. years ago I, did, I had i had no idea back then what i know now and it's like it's off the charts ridiculous oh That's, so you've been looking into that a lot then huh? yeah i was gonna write a book i was in fact i have a book cover i have two book covers that i was split testing doing advertising ready to go but now you've got Paul Saladino and Dr. Sean Baker, and there's an explosion of carnivore books. So I dropped it. I'm like, great. Let someone else write the darn book. Fantastic. So when did you start doing carnivore? Uh, I have it on my wall. Uh, let me see. I have little note cards of all the wins. And uh, let's see. Uh, January 10th, 2019. So a year and two months ago. Wow! Yeah, that shaped my life. I finally take pictures. I didn't take pictures for like eight years because I was always puffy looking. I was embarrassed, and uh, now I'm just I, I'm I'm giddy with happiness on how well it's working. Oh yeah, it's fantastic, huh? Yeah, I've been on I've been on the carnivore too, probably around about the same amount of time as you have. Mm-hmm. Are you correct? Yeah. Uh. Well, no, I've never been totally strict on any diet that I've tried, but uh, it's, I would say, the yeah, the overwhelming majority of the time, um, uh, it's just meat and eggs and raw milk, and um, if I, you know, eat cheese or any dairy, it's raw. I don't, I don't mess with anything that's not raw, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I've been doing that for about the same amount of time. And I've told you about, yeah, I went into how, you know, how being diagnosed bipolar and all that and <laughs> the symptoms being like really noticeably better, uh-huh. which makes a lot of sense because I previous, like a while back and I've, I went into like the vitamins that they have for people that are like schizophrenic and bipolar. It's called true hope, true hope vitamins. And, um, so supposedly this guy came up with this formula by trying to help he was trying to help his wife and he was a pig farmer and he observed that 
when they because they it's standard to give pigs like vitamins so like when the pigs would be aggressive you know they would give them these vitamins and then they would chill out and they would be pretty pretty mellow in comparison um and it would say well that's you know maybe i can help my wife with that so he came up with a formula that was kind of based similar to the pig formula and then then he noticed like you know he as he experimented you know like a noticeable big improvement in her symptoms but I'm mm. thinking, like, well, with a carnivore diet, and I eat organ meats, too. I eat raw liver and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's the most nutrient-dense source of foods, and that's where you're going to get bioavailable. Like, take it in a pill form. So I took the, those vitamins, and they seem to work okay. Like, I noticed some benefit, but not really a lot. Um now that I realized it, and I should have, I should have came to this awareness before. It's like you're going to be a lot better off getting your nutrients out of food, and mm-hmm. since you're the the like raw liver and stuff is some of the nu- most nutrient dense food. It's like mm-hmm. why didn't I think of this before? Like trying this before, I never, nobody ever suggested it, or I never ran across anything, and I didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. But now it makes so much more sense. And then it's like, yeah, I, I noticed this huge improvement since i've been doing this and i haven't had any real issues as far as like episodes or anything mm-hmm. so you got rid of your brain fog you said mm-hmm. and uh, i got rid of i can list you i have it written down let me uh, yeah put the list it's stunning the list actually uh let's see uh you know what ulcerative colitis is i've heard of it yeah it's where you literally poop and and uh, blood comes out of your butt while you're pooping. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I had that. And I actually know, because I've experimented massively on myself, trying something, taking it off, trying it again, taking it off. And that's coffee. Coffee is absolutely wrecks me in so many ways. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Do you were we talking when I had like itchy leg, this mysterious itchy leg problem? I think, yeah, I think I remember you talking about that. Yeah, a lot of people have that. And again, as soon as I went off vegetables, it melts away. Now, what's interesting is I, I actually think there are some plants, some very few, that are beneficial for us. For example, to get rid of my itchy leg, I took uh, it's up here. Uh, castor oil mm-hmm. magical like in a day my itch went away and never came back wow like magical um, and you know plants are part of pain medication so they're amazing in temporary ways but yeah as far as nutrition goes there isn't a single carbs is not essential protein essential fat essential carbs mm-hmm. not essential yeah, and then like the this vegan movement has it ass backwards. Like they're oh, yeah. they're yeah. promoting like yeah, your main your main food source should be carbs. Oh my god. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that seems just totally ass backwards. And so it, it, from even conventional knowledge on diet, so like then then they'll claim that they're in the they're with the consensus and I was like you know, I didn't even bother challenge, challenging him on that because, 
it didn't of course it didn't really matter because the you know the there was like the American Dietary Association has already come out with their position statement saying that vegan diets is suitable for all stages of life and that's the bottom line that's it that's all they need to hear but um right. yeah it's against as far as i know it's against conventional wisdom on nutrition too for uh, on a lot of uh, on a lot of levels okay so i have my uh, i have my list here's what i have in my notes i call it licked as in i licked it constipation locked up back earwax pain bags under eyes mysterious leg warts mysterious leg itching chest pains after eating out GERD brain fog numb body parts heart palpitations overweight puffiness mouth breathing allergies sleep apnea and snoring gone gone Uh, which is big neck acne uh, crappy thinning hair dandruff gone bad eyesight now, of course, we all, you know, you and I have always talked about, you know, wearing glasses is BS and the Bates mm-hmm. method and all that kind of stuff. I can yeah. tell you right now, as soon as I eliminated plants and vegetables from my diet, no Bates method needed. Like, wow, okay. My eyesight at age 53 right now is better than it's ever been in my life. Still have contests with my 13 year old and 18 year old son on who can see the signs furthest, and they're always amazed. Uh, bad hearing gone. My hearing is better. IBS, the uh, which is irritable bowel syndrome, which is also ulcerative colitis, gone. Edema gone. Knee cracking. I used to have like cracks in my knees. Gone. Um, two two o'clock crash gone. My gray hair going. Not all gone, but going. Can you really see it in my beard? Uh, the only thing that I have left, which I know is related to sugar because I still do sugar, is um, I have this left heel pain that I've had for like six, seven years now. It's not going away. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have that's, sometimes. That's a I, list for, yeah, for, that is. That's impressive. From going carnivore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get sugar cravings on occasion, but then they mm-hmm. just like suddenly will just dissipate to nothing or mm-hmm. I don't even think about it and then it's like uh, I, I don't know if that's just kind of a residual from you know f- my past eating habits mm-hmm. could be I don't know but um, well they yeah. say sugar is like it's the same pathway as cocaine it's like the same pathway in our brain it's like the dopamine hit yeah yeah like a yeah yeah, I, I I would like want to eat cheesecake. Like that was the only thing I really cared for as far as like sweets, mm. which is interesting. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. Yeah, because it's got some you know fats in it and stuff from it. it. It's got some sugar, and it's not super sweet. That's another thing too about it. So it's like yeah, probably not as bad or uh, something like yeah. Because I really don't like really sweet stuff. Mm. I never have. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I kind of laid off the cheesecake because uh, yeah, I've been I've been packing on some pounds pretty pretty rapidly mm. in the past couple of months, and I'm not getting much exercise at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I think, think exercise yeah. is all that. It, it, it's not as as important as we're told. I don't think. 
Well, the thing is, like the gym and all that. I, I think there's there there is you know some benefit to go in the gym or they can be but yeah it's over i think it's really overrated i think the best thing is like to get out and do some like hiking and mm-hmm. you know because that's that's gonna do a lot of um benefit as far as your uh i think overall physique too because uh i've seen like long distance hikers and stuff it's like yeah there is just like your overall physique changes and um and, and you don't have to be like pumping weights you know that's another thing i think uh but you know if you're trying to bulk up or whatever which i don't really see the point in that you know other than for some cosmetic reason <laughs> uh that then yeah i think the best best way to get in shape is is uh walking hiking mm-hmm when you packed on the pounds can i predict that you mixed carbs with fat I guess so. That would be ch- the cheesecake would be the mixing of the two, or something like a hamburger. Like you mixed, you know, like fat. a bun. And the bun is carbs. Yeah, yeah. I guess that. I don't know. I eat the I eat the bun because I don't because I, I see it as a kind of a small amount of carbs that. I, mm-hmm. I I reckon probably wouldn't make that much difference, but it may maybe it's maybe I, what I need to do is just try completely eliminating all carbs, which wouldn't be hard for me to do right now because uh, mm-hmm. I pretty much have it have them pretty much eliminated. I, I do eat fruit though. I don't really have a I don't see a problem with eating fruit. Yeah, some on the carnivore diet will say that that's like just sacks of sugar, sugar water. Yeah, it is sugar. There's also in raw milk they say it's it's mm-hmm. uh, carbohydrates, but on um, but then too when I was reading up on because raw milk was a treatment in the Mayo Clinic initially, and uh, they talk about like giving it to di- diabetics. Mm-hmm. And they said that it didn't affect their insulin like car- ordinary carbs did. There's something about the carbs in milk that's different. It doesn't affect your metabolism in the same way. So, and I've noticed too that like I can eat things like, for instance, pizza, mm-hmm. and if I chase it with the raw milk, it mm-hmm. has a com- it has a totally different like uh, effect on me as far as like how i feel later because if i don't run to the bathroom yeah going to the bathroom that's one thing and then like there's the sort of spike in insulin you know when you eat carbs and then you'll have the subsequent like blah feeling that's what i it really is pronounced with me but i've noticed that like if i have pizza and then i and then i'm having raw milk that doesn't happen which is interesting so so i'm guessing that it, it it the the whatever is in the milk the enzymes or whatever not only help it breaks down the sugar that's in the milk and metabolizes it it also would break down what you're eating with it mm-hmm. do you that's pay attention a, to a2 a2 milk i've heard that the uh, a2 is better um yeah. way better i think yeah but i i really i just kind of go with what i concentrate on what i can get and what's accessible 
and sure. not you know worry about it too much because i'll go to the store too and if i can't get liver anywhere else i'll just go to get i'll just go get you know standard liver at the walmart or something mm-hmm. which is i think that it's because some people would say oh you know it's factory farm and it's got all this uh chemicals in it stuff and hormones it's like well the liver actually is like a it's like a chemistry lab it's like when, right. once something gets in there it's 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 demolecularized it's broken down already right yep so I don't, I don't let that stuff be a barrier. Because if you get too hung up on, I, I, I think it's not beneficial to get too hung up on uh, the, you know, eating perfect, like you know, trying to get perfect grass-fed beef and all that, which is good if you can get it. I'd say, yeah, definitely go for that. But I don't think that any of that should be a barrier. Like if you go get, I think too, I've heard of people too eating the cheapest cuts of meat. And mm-hmm. just going to the store and like yeah and they're and they have like really good benefits and they're just eating just what would be what would be um, regarded as like yeah low quality meat but like yeah eating it raw and eating it and and having good results. Are are you familiar with Dr. Sean Baker? Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's a I've, big proponent of, you know, if you can afford the good stuff, get it. But if you can't afford it, don't let that stop you. Just get anything way better than eating vegetables and plants and crap. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard him say that. I've heard other people say that. I've heard, I've, I've, seen, I've heard other people that like, yeah, that's their experiences. That, yeah, just do it. Just get the whatever you can whatever you can get that's meat because uh which makes sense because the you're you're eating if you're eating meat the cow or whatever is um you know they may get toxins in the environment and everything but they're it's it's going to be a process through their liver and everything too if you're Mm -hmm. eating if you're going straight to the source which would be the plants you're getting all the toxins directly and your body has to filter all that stuff out whereas Mm -hmm. you're eating the cow the cow's already which yeah, that totally makes sense. I mean, you're you're, you're going higher up the f- food chain, but whereas as if you eat something like uh, sardines or maybe more toxins. But I but I think too that if your diet's good and you're eat, and you're getting the good fats and the and the fat soluble vitamins and all that, that y- your body is going to be able to handle toxins and be able to work efficiently to get because your body works one is because is going to be miraculous in getting rid of those toxins if it has the nutrients mm-hmm. and everything to function mm-hmm. uh you know at a high level you don't have to really worry about toxins as much yeah, from what it sounds like if you're doing the liver thing you probably will enjoy uh paying close attention to dr paul saladino yeah, I'm familiar with him. I think I'm I'm subscribed to him on YouTube too. Mm-hmm. He's very good, very good. I heard his book is really good. He just came out with a book. Did you see him on the doctor show? <laughs> I did. Yeah. See, that's that's the whole thing about debates. That's why I was saying you and the vegan and and him doing the same thing. Like, it's like you can't win. I'm like, I like God bless you. I don't know how you do it because I I I don't like to go into. I'm not looking to debate people. It's like I want people in the same who sort of think in the same way I am and, and have a conversation instead of a debate. 
Well, I mean, my my thoughts on that too are like I, a lot of these vegans have already abandoned veganism, and they're mm-hmm. and now they're strong advocates for carnivore stuff. So yeah. I think like to be to to have a debate and to not let it get you know uh, turn turn real adversarial and it just kind of keep some lightheartedness to it and stuff like that and then it then it's like it, it sort of communicates a message like yeah if you're out there and you're vegan and it's like and you decide to jump ship then it's like yeah there's these all these people out here that are willing to receive you and understand and you know it's like that i think that's kind of the way i think it should be approached and not not to turn it into like some kind of like uh warring tribes or something i think that's silly totally and dr sal uh dr paul salanino was a vegan oh he was i didn't know that mm-hmm. huh. okay i didn't know he was yeah vegan, much res- i mean there there you know no one's perfect i'm not perfect he's not perfect uh, and he, he definitely has a little bit of an ego, a bit narcissistic, but uh, I don't care about that. I just, as I always say, I skim the, the cream off the top, pun intended. And uh, his his cream is amazing. He's really helped me see things that I never saw before. Yeah, that's good. Like um, he was, he did really good job on that doctors man. I I was like amazed, like how he handled himself there with all the with all those people, like just dogpiling them it was incredibly biased dude it was like so unfair and he just like he was just well there's a carnivore for you he's like the, he's got it together he's he's just not getting to, he's not getting uh flying off the handle or anything he's composed mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. he's he i think that has a lot to do with diet too is your mood and how you can handle things it's oh, definitely yeah. going to be a uh and then you know he's got all these people like wigging out and getting all emotional outbursts of that one guy the 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 main uh, dr stork is the main guy on there the young guy yeah and he's like about to break down in tears i'm like what the hell is going on like these guys these people are just just half unhinged man like you know like it's just it's like is that is that what their diet does to the for them to make them kind of like hair trigger or emotional basket cases like that and it's like i thought it was well, funny the first, the first thing that came to my mind is like hey you're you know you're probably right and if you're right you're gonna ruin my good livelihood that i have pushing the, the standard american diet that's what i think it is oh well yeah that that could be too but Man, I just I think thought, like uh, I thought he was faking the outrage. Quite frankly, I thought it was like over the top fake. On whose part? The um, oh, the, the doctor, the doctor's part. Yeah, it, yeah, it could well be that he was like playing it up. Like, uh, yeah, it was pretty theatrical. Just um, uh, it, it was uh kind of comical I like to have a judge on there and she's yeah, yeah. all like who like who the hell is that lady i was wondering like what is she, she she's like questioning his expertise mm-hmm. but she's a judge like who what the hell does she know about diet and she looked yeah. like she was a bit overweight too it's just comical yeah, he should have definitely asked what diet she was on 
Right. And I would have said, why isn't your diet working so well? <laughs> that probably wouldn't went over too good. No, uh, it probably cut the segment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, invite, so. If I was invited onto one of those shows, I'd be like, it has to be live. They can't be cut because they're going to take everything out of context. They're going to cut in places that no one's going to notice and make you look like a fool. So that's oh, what I'm yeah. saying. And when they go on these, I, I don't know if that did anything for him. I, I don't know. No, it probably didn't. Not not much. You gotta you gotta take into account the the audience too is like uh, so called normies and yeah they're gonna be they're gonna definitely because uh, like when I was arguing on there with with Blake I thought that from perspective probably of like the norm would listen to that debate they would they would probably say they probably side with him that he that he won the debate and then and he had a good point like it's like he he told me like um yeah you're you're one of the few people i know that will yeah go against science like it's like so i was thinking oh yeah okay so once again with an appeal to um consensus you know mm-hmm. but the point you know he had a point is like if the majority of people perceive that as a legitimate argument then it you know it'll be de facto a legitimate argument it'll be you know, by default a legitimate argument if it's it's the most persuasive and it's like the logical fallacy list if you look at the list of logical fallacies it's like they it's 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 forms of argumentation that are fallacious but the reason why they're in the list is because they're persuasive they're effective and that's why they've come to be kind of known as a as you know standard list of logical fallacies so like the appeal to authority is a big one and i i think it's it's persuasive to people it's like oh the majority of experts say this and it's like yeah it's a very persuasive argument it has no truth value it's like that doesn't mean anything really it's like because and it's real simple it's like if if you can point to like one example where the majority was wrong that's all you need you can, they could be right the rest of the time all throughout history one example where they were wrong but there's multiple multiple examples but if you just had one example it, the, then the appeal to authority f- would still be a fallacy now if they were if they had like a flawless track record and were basically infallible then the appeal to authority would be legitimate but it's far from that but then you still got people appealing to authority as if they're appealing to like the papal infallibility, like Catholics or something like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's insane. It's like, mm-hmm. I, but that's really one of the objective. That's one of the objectives in going into the debate is to point stuff like that out not necessarily to defeat veganism or something it's already done as far as i'm concerned it's a done deal it's going to be the norm it's not going to take that long to convince the majority of people that they need to be vegan um it's very you know base level propaganda that's out there appealing to celebrities appealing to emotion appealing to authority, all the logical fallacious arguments that are being pumped out there, which are definitely effective, so they're definitely going to be persuasive on the masses, and it's a done deal. I, I'm not, I don't have any, um, you know, delusions about defeating that. That's not the point. There's no doubt that the all the appeals to the logical fallacies work, but to me, the biggest one that works way better. And I don't know exactly how you would call it as a fallacy would be the appeal to 
uh, correlation, correlation yeah. data. Yeah. You know, the, the phrase correlation is not causation. Um, I, I've never run this idea beyond anyone outside my home here with my family. I'd like to get your thoughts on this. But I don't believe that it is – I think it is impossible to have a valid statistical study on anything. There isn't a single way to do that properly. No, nah, yeah, there's too many, too many variables and stuff involved right. to really, con- yeah. Confounders, they're called. I think, confounders, right? yeah, yeah. Especially with diet. I mean, and then the thing about it too, it's like, yeah, with the vegans and stuff, and they're and they're so they have their they're they're just totally fixated on this appeal to authority thing and this you know their belief in science and it's like man just look in just look into science like and then consider the application of the scientific method on the scientific method itself look into that look into the premise of that and then yeah you should come away with a completely different view but it's like they don't seem to be interested in that at all because it's like a religion Mm. and scientism is is definitely a religion there's just Mm -hmm. no doubt about it it's it's uh but i think it's even stronger than it has a stronger hold on a lot of people's minds than even most religions Mm. you mean for science yeah as a belief system scientism Mm -hmm. you know it's it's Mm -hmm. Because it's it's this uh, presupposition and circular logic. It's kind of like self-reinforcing. And it's like this idea, like he kept saying, it's like, well, it's based on deductive reasoning. It's like inductive or deductive or whatever, because it's, it's um, common to get those two things mixed up. But um, he he was convinced that, like, you, you know, by understanding the difference and by asserting that, then he had some kind of argument, which is absolutely not an argument. It's just... That's another fallacious line of reasoning. It's like, uh, you know, proof by assertion. That's another fallacy. It's like, yeah, and the fallacies aren't hard to understand when you kind of sit down and take a minute to consider, like, why that's fallacious. You can't just assert something and then have it be true. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like... uh, but it, but yeah the the thing is like with getting in a debate it's just a it, it's it's an exercise for me in an intellectual self defense like if you are familiar with that stuff and you're confronted with these arguments cuz the thing is like people are are going to be confronted with this veganism and it's probably going to come to them through their children by way of the schools and the school system and their and peer pressure Oh, sure. And that's one thing that I, I know that's out there that's going to, you know, uh, my brother's kids, like uh, the, the subject came up and then like, um, it, and, you know, and I was telling my brother, I was warning him, I said, look out for this, man, because it's going to be. And then his son was talking about, oh, yeah, his kid in school was talking about how he's vegan and was like uh, giving him, giving him uh putting pressure on him like asking him like why he why he wasn't and why he you know why he hated animals you know it's like that kind of <laughs> shit <laughs> it's like that's it's yeah you get into those emotional appeals and stuff like that and you get enough kids to get on board with it and the peer pressure and it's like that's that that's where it's going to come in 
and like you and i you know we're we're older it's like what our opinions and shit really doesn't doesn't really matter as far as the system goes it's really about it's really about the young uh school age children and stuff like that what they're getting exposed to that's the what it's going to be the future obviously and uh you know how it's going to come in so what i'm putting this stuff out there it's like um I'm kind of doing it with the objective, of like maybe like parents listening or something like that. And then they have some like some ammo, mm. you know, intellectually, like yeah, just like you know, just really just shoot down that freaking appeal to authority fallacy, man. And just like that's that's the main one. That's like the one that like uh, so I, like um, I've heard some real good debates with like uh, you know Jay Dyer and like he goes into the you know the meta ethics and stuff like that and uh so and then uh a, a, another guy um tristan that does primal edge health i don't know if you've heard of him he's got a real good channel you should check him out uh, and watch his older videos too because he goes into the uh agenda behind the whole thing mm. um primal edge health is the youtube channel yeah yeah, yeah i know that mm-hmm. oh you know that okay cool mm-hmm. but um thinking like the those moral arguments yeah they're definitely valid and they're definitely the you know a surefire way to 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 prevail on a debate but then on the other hand too with the uh the way the vegan argument is structured it's going to appeal to even christians you know that uh may indeed you know be on board with the you know meta meta ethics and all that but at the same time the argument is like why would you kill an animal if you didn't need to and it's premised on this inference that there's this new information new stuff has come to light and now that we can uh, we can be assured that you know if we just get the right supplementation and we eat the right fortified vegan kibble then we can be healthy and therefore by not doing it we're killing animals unnecessarily that's the argument it's pretty it's a pretty persuasive argument if you're unfamiliar with the uh with the uh diet the diet thing and then it's predicated on seventh day adventist science out of the ada but um yeah that's it that's i'm on this subject quite a bit because i see it as going to be something that's going to be um especially now and then like we've heard the rhetoric with this uh virus coming out of um markets where people are buying meat yeah. uh this is a big this is a big part of the agenda and uh so this is going to be thrown into the argument and then see now what we have here is like hey, it's a matter of life or death marcus like we got to stop eating meat because we're, we're going to all die with these viruses yeah I have I, I wrote down while you were talking like four bullet points that I've never really heard anyone talk about when it comes to defending uh, the carnivore diet. Uh, I'll just read them real quick. Vegetables are sentient, killing animals for monocrop, cows extinct, regenerative regenerative farming. So let me go over them one by one. Um, do you think vegetables are as sentient as animals? I, I, I think that plants are, in general, they're sentient to some degree. 
Vegas. You ever see a Venus a Venus flytrap? Uh huh. Yeah, that's pretty. They're pretty cool. Pretty damn sentient to me, right? They look sentient. Well, if you're gonna look at plants under time lapse photography, yeah. How do you how do you distinguish them from animals? You I mean, can't. you can't. Yeah, they react to each other. They act to their surroundings or. They're they're just moving a lot slower. They're just moving below our our level of perception, but we can see them sped up, and it's it's really astounding. Like the the level of complexity in their behavior. Um, so I think not, yeah, they're not they're not furry and cute looking and have eyeballs. That's the difference. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it's really um arbitrary to draw a line of demarcation between plants and animals as far as living things and then sentience and intelligence because what are you going to say it's really the argument too for veganism and uh uh, because based on animals are sentient it's complete it's really actually is totally arbitrary because like what was like okay so you're gonna and a lot of them have this you know atheistic materialistic worldview or it's like well you know everything is just a product of random chance and you know we're all just sacks of protoplasm and whatever it's like well h- how do you determine that this sack of protoplasm over here has moral value but somehow plants don't even though they're living things and they display um, all kinds of different complex behaviors and altruism and all kinds of stuff and it's like you're going to dismiss that when in reality there everything is just an assemblage of molecules that assembled itself randomly over the course of however many um, umpteenth a million years it's it's nonsensical i mean it's un, it's 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 a it's really a totally bankrupt worldview in reality mm. mm-hmm. has no basis but it's like it's it doesn't need that because it's got emotional appeal. It's got like all the things are listed. You know, it's like that. That's if you look at the argumentation that they're going to hit it hard. They're going to hit those logical fallacies hard. And then the the thing that's really irritating too. It's like they throw out. They'll they'll throw that out at you if you say something like, "Oh well, we've been eating meat for thousands of years." They say, "Oh, that's a appeal tradition fallacy." And it's like. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, there is such thing as a, an appealing to tradition. It doesn't mean that that's right because, you know, your ancestors did it. But mm-hmm. it is something to point out that, like, um, and and the point being, it's like, hey, it got us this far, right? And you can't deny that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's a, I think that's valid, a totally legitimate point, even though it may be technically listed as a fallacy, and then there's such thing as the fallacy fallacy where it's like just because something is listed as a fallacy and you use it in an argument that that it has no validity it's like appeal to authority it doesn't it doesn't mean that appealing to authority is um eva- in, invalid in every case if like mm-hmm. both sides agree that there's on the same authority then it's it's, it's totally fine uh, mm-hmm. argument but um yeah, it's it's but it's totally uh valid to challenge the the premise that the uh, you know that the, the, what they're referring to is actual in actuality and authority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've heard so many scientists come out and saying if I if I take a grant and I don't 
come up with proof that the grant wants me to show this, I won't get paid. Even worse, they'll blacklist me and I'll never get grants. So this appeal to authority, like, is the person taking money? Are they getting a grant to say what they want to say? I hear this all the time. Hey, Marcus. I'll be right hey. back. Okay. Wow, I'm taking over the show now. It's like good old times. Does anyone in the chat have a question? I love answering questions. Let's see who's in the chat here. Mm, a lot of people in the chat. Oh, it looks like... Uh, Maybe like 10. Anyone want to talk about what I think really is going on with the COVID? Does anyone believe in the COVID and the Oprah connection? And the Bill Gates connection? So Square Circle just said, yes, please. What? Yes, please to what? I was going to discuss that's the main reason I called in to talk to Chris. I find this fascinating what's going on. I what think is going on? With the uh, coronavirus bull nonsense? Yeah, go ahead and lay it on us. So I'm going to read to you. This, this was given to me by my neighbor, actually. And the last time, it's been a few years that we've talked – and a few years ago, I said, I'm really encouraged that so many people are waking up to that there's something wrong. They just don't know what it is. Well, man, half the people I meet these days are conspiracy theorists, admitted conspiracy theories. I went to go buy dishwasher soap at my appliance dealer. And they're all they, they, everyone ran up to me. What do you think about the coronavirus? Now, these are people who all make fun of me as being a conspiracy theorist but now they're a conspiracy theorist hmm. so uh it's good to see people are like questioning it oh yeah that's encouraging so let me so my neighbor have you heard of which i think is nonsense have you heard of the group q anon q anon yeah that's um it, 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 it's is it mainly on Reddit or is that where a lot of this stuff? That's, from what I understand, that's where a lot of this emanates from, and it's it allegedly is like uh, sources inside the Trump administration that are right. like exposing stuff from the inside, like insider information. That's the idea, right? Right. So, so for the last two weeks now, um, I've rekindled my distant relationship with my neighbors. I had no idea that they were two conspiracy theorists. And uh, so I went to their house and we talked for four hours at <laughs> the first time huh. and then another two hours yesterday. And, uh, you know, they're freaking out. And um, I say the same thing I always say. I'm like, uh, there's nothing to freak out about. Uh, I think life is good. 
I think a lot of this stuff is nonsense. Uh, but I have to admit, what they're doing right now is even making me question whether that's true or not. So we ended our talk, and then he's like, I want to send you a video, and I want to get your thoughts on that. So I got home, and I got this video, and it's about this QAnon stuff. Now, let's see how long back you go back, Chris. Do you remember Lenny Bloom and Tom Hennigan, I think his name is, from Cloak and Dagger? Mm-hmm. It rings a bell. Uh, I'm trying to remember what all that was about. It was the same thing. It was like, we have insiders who are going to take down the government, and every week they would do a, a radio bulletin, and uh, oh my God, I was so glued to that. That was like my first taste of this stuff. It was my first real taste, I should say. This is from like 15 years ago. Well, nothing ever happened with that. So... Uh-huh. He sent me this video of this QAnon, and I'm going to read to you if it's uh, it's about 12 paragraphs. Do you have time for me to read it? Uh, yeah, go ahead. It's fine. So this is the summary of basically what the video says. It said, uh, this morning at 4.30 a.m., Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was served a criminal indictment by the U.S. for corporate financial crimes Media owners were instructed to brainwash everyone that Trudeau and his wife have the coronavirus and that they won't be leaving their house for a while. Tom Hanks was arrested 48 hours ago for pedophilia and is currently being kept in a hotel room in Australia, refusing to fly back to the United States. The next celebrity arrest will be Celine Dion, Madonna, Charles Barkley, Kevin Spacey. All will claim coronavirus infections. Italy's airports have been completely shut down as over 80 Vatican and financial officials have been served the same criminal indictments for financial crime, pedophilia, child trafficking, and and sex abuse. United Emirates have completely mass arrests of their royal family and affiliates. Convicted Hollywood rapist Harvey Weinstein agreed to a deal in exchange for his testimony against hundreds of top Hollywood celebrities and their involvement in the drug business, pedophilia, and child trafficking. Instead of a 55-year sentence, he's only received a 23-year sentence. In exchange, he provided testimonies against some of the biggest and most powerful names, including Prince Andrew of the UK, former President Bill Clinton, former Vice President Joe Biden, Tom Hanks, Oprah, Ellen DeGeneres, Quentin Tarantino, Charlie Sheen, Bob Saget, Kevin Spacey, John Travolta, Steven Spielberg, Podesta, uh, and all blah, 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 Pizzagate, sex trafficking clubs, and hundreds more who were all directly involved with Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein was similarly allowed to make a deal and have his suicide in prison faked in exchange for his testimony. CEOs of the major world corporations have been indicted and arrested. Some have been forced to resign. All in the last 30 to 60 days, such as the CEOs of the NBA, Harley Davidson, the Bill Gates Foundation. By the way, Bill Gates did resign from the board of both his own company and Berkshire Hathaway. That's me talking. Just recently? Uh, uh, Yesterday. Wow. Oh, yeah. And no one's talking about that. Anyway, Intel, McDonald's, Cesar Awards, and Disney, the Vatican chief of police. Approximately seven to 800 more resignations are coming in the next three months. The lab-created coronavirus was a cover-up for the mass mandatory vaccination agenda. Now it has become the biggest covert U.S. intelligence operation that the world has ever seen. This mass 158,000 arrest operation will remove and capture the biggest evil and corrupted politicians, celebrities, CEOs, 
including global elites and bankers such as George Soros, UN officials, and the founders of Greta Inc. I only have three more paragraphs. President Trump will win the 2020 election and arrests of the former U.S. presidents will occur in early 2021. All major arrests will be portrayed by the media as accidental or as conspiracy theories. All arrests individuals will be given, and I've never heard of this term before, quote, Romel death, R-O-M-M-E-L death, meaning that they will have a choice between their death being portrayed to the public as a suicide, much like, and this is me talking much like Kobe Bryant, which has a very interesting connection to this, by the way. Or an accidental death in return for assurances that his or her reputation will remain intact. Or alternatively, they can choose to face a criminal trial that would result in public disgrace. Some top religious leaders will be arrested or forced to resign, and some will get suddenly sick. The Vatican will be the first. The Pope will be removed in 2020. Production of human extracted and adrenochrome will be revealed. And Hollywood and the Vatican will be exposed as directly responsible for that. Finally, coming up, there will be a two-month complete shutdown of the world's most common operations, such as schools, the stock market, uh, stock exchange, some banks, airport shipping, travel, events, galas, expos, sports games, sport championships, music award ceremonies, NBA, NHL, baseball games, and ship cruises. This will be temporary. There will be food shortages and staged electrical power loss. Gas prices will go down. Food costs will go up. Insurance will go up. Gold and silver stocks will will fall. And many corporations will either go bankrupt or take a significant financial loss, such as the case of what's about to happen to Air Canada, Disney, and Coca-Cola. Hmm. Now, this was written before... What we're going through has happened. I don't know the date because it was edited today. Yeah, John sent me that earlier. Oh, read John that for yeah. Say so an example of what what QAnon. Now, wait a minute. Are you saying that that came out before the coronavirus news started coming out? All right. So I'm going to post this in your chat. Okay. I'll post the link to it. And then I'm going to do an archive.org to see if we can find uh, if it was from before. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. But, but I mean, they've been talking. I've been following this for two years. They've been doing this for two years, and they've been talking about this for two years. So I don't even need to look at archive.org. I've known about this for two years. But I always thought of it as Cloak and Dagger, Tom Hennessy or Hannigan and Lenny Bloom nonsense. Uh, you mean they were talking about a fake virus outbreak to cover? Not a for- fake virus, no. But that they uh, were okay. they were doing all these things to take down Bill Clinton and like oh, right. Oprah. Like right now, if you go to Godlike Productions, there's a huge thread that Oprah's house that she was arrested, and there's a video of her of um, construction crews digging underneath her house. Now they're saying it's pedophilia tunnels. Uh, that sounds ridiculous to me, but maybe it's true. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Uh, this is the first. I mean, b- besides reading that, what you just read, I haven't looked into any of it. Like, uh, like Oprah being arrested. Hmm. What? Who's saying that she was arrested? Uh, the Q people. 
the uh, the Q anon people. Oh, okay. I, I honestly don't think I think see I think in life every there's always the truth is right in the middle of complete fabrication and truth. There's always something in the middle. Now, I am absolutely blown away what's going on right now. I mean, it is absolute freaking chaos on the streets here. It is I I go to a an expensive place that does meat who supplies my meat. People are absolutely freaking out in public at the meat shop. Like they are super rude to the the awesome staff there. They are they're butting in line, they're gr- grabbing as much meat as they can. It's just insane. You're in it's, Pennsylvania when... Uh, and everything's locked down in Pennsylvania as of 9 o'clock earlier today. So I can't go to the gym. What? The only, I can't, the only place I can go to here in Pennsylvania as of 9 o'clock is for essential things like food. Um, there was two other things. Um, oh, you can go to a wedding. <laughs> You can go to a wedding or, or, or a funeral, but you can't go to the gym. So the gym's closed, huh? What gym are you, you, you go? Are you go with the chain? Yeah, I go to Planet Fitness. That way, I can go anywhere I want for nineteen bucks a month. Oh, I got I got Planet Fitness too. It's not a bad awesome. deal, yeah. Awesome. But the thing about Planet Fitness, I'm not gonna. Plug, I'm not plugging them or anything, but like they have, um, and it of course is the corporate thing, but they have Planet Fitnesses like everywhere, man. Mm-hmm. And their but, stock is down ha- half because of uh, all this. Oh shit! Yeah, that that sucks if they go under. But uh, yeah, they have those like any city because I've been traveling around a lot recently, and it's like every mm-hmm. I- I- anywhere that I go, it's like. And I'm in in a city. I can I I look it up on the map, and it's like, oh, there's a Planet Fitness like four blocks from here. Mm-hmm. This is crazy, but uh, awesome. awesome, love it. Yeah, it's uh, I so I got the the full membership, which is uh, Black Card. Yeah, Black Card, which is yep. pretty good deal. Yeah, so um, I don't think that there's anything really too this uh, QAnon thing because I think that's when I'm hearing that when I read it when John sent it to me I, I, my response to him was like um, I would be willing to bet just about anything that that right there was pinned by a spook like that's CIA I mean totally to me sound, yeah. totally sounds like it yeah, yeah and they totally match sounds. the events as to what they always do that they match a plausible reason that's completely opposite of what people think is going yeah. on they always do that yeah, yeah, that's what I, I mean, that's my impression. It's something about the way that it's written, too. It's like, it's got this kind of uh, sensibility about it that just mm-hmm. says government agent. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just the, I, I can't really put my finger on exactly what I'm talking about, but I think, yeah, a lot of people know what I'm saying, like a, because there's a, there's stuff out there that's like uh, it's like it's like spotting a spook in a crowd. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that? Like you're like looking at people in a crowd, yeah. like yeah, especially if you go to one of these conspiracy conventions. And it's like, 
Yeah, it's like, yeah, beard, or it's like, but whatever the case, they're obviously fucking government agents, man. They look nothing like the crowd, yeah. No, they stick out like a sore thumb, like uh, Alex Jones' deal, too, is like, I noticed that. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, there's there's, uh, an agent, there's an agent, and it's like, uh, and another deal, too. Yeah, and it's like... um, it's pretty obvious, it, 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 but not only there, but like yeah, narcs or not narcs, but uh, yeah, a, agents in other contexts too. You can you could spot them, you can pick them out pretty easily, uh, and a lot of them too will have the haircuts, the 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 yep kind of military style kind of haircuts, yep. and they mm-hmm. don't kind of bother uh, <laughs> trying to. I don't, I don't think they know how to really blend in. It's I know. <laughs> it's like an assignment, and they don't know what to do. And their shoes too; they usually give give it away. Yeah, but did did, did you know what I mean with the writing, the way it's written and stuff? It's kind of like totally. It's like it's that's why I brought up the, the cloak and dagger from fifteen years ago. It's the same writing that I fell for fifteen years ago. I would listen to that show every time it came out. I was so excited to listen to it. Oh, that what you just course, yeah. What you just read is really like you would be like, yeah, I could see why totally people would be just all over that because that like that sounds so, um, yeah, that would be pretty incredible, sensational, really sensational. So uh, it would be fantastic news, which leads into the, the propaganda, which is, well, don't do anything. It's being taken care of for you. Oh yeah, that's a good point, right? And that's that's the old theme I think that goes way back. It's like that's something that the so-called powers that be are are good at is communicating that. Like, um, yeah, there's good people inside. We know the government's corrupt, and then it's probably something to be saying. You, you find stuff that goes into this from you know years ago, saying the same thing. And then it's like Alex Jones will say something. Well, we got good people on the inside, and then it's like, um, or you point out police corruption. It's like, oh, well, there's a few bad apples, but there's good people inside. It's like, no, the government is. Um, it, it, it whether or not there's quote unquote good people, it really wouldn't matter because the 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 way that it's structured it's just simply the by the way that it's structured i've been i've worked around government i've been in the navy I, uh, i've seen how it, it shit actually works you don't step out of line man you don't mm-hmm. you don't get out of your lane you, you mm-hmm. the 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 very structure of the the organization uh, forbids that Mm-hmm. And and you're not. I never. I've never run across anybody or heard of anybody that that is going to go beyond their bounds. That's in that kind of regimented uh, hierarchical structure like that. That's in the corporate world. That's in the military. It's like who are you going to ever find that's is stepping out of line in those organizations? Nobody. Yep. Nobody. They're not. They don't. I've never heard not one time. All my exposure uh, to the military and to the government stuff. Not once did I ever hear anybody uh, challenge a higher up authority. Mm-hmm. Question them. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. once ever. Mm-hmm. And we had to do some stupid shit too. That it was by all rights any sane person would question, and mm-hmm. they do not fucking question it. Period. 
So it's like once you understand how the military, especially yeah, FBI, the CIA, or the government, especially them, it's like there. It's um, you won't you won't last long unless you are an, a, basically an automaton on in many respects. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is, man. That's just there's just no denying that. Mm-hmm. So if you were my neighbor who asked me, should we panic? Should we freak out about this? I heard you earlier uh, talk about this, but like, wh- I mean, that's pretty severe. I mean, this is like, like this is 10x 9/11 stuff. I mean, it was fear mongering on the TV and the media, etc. This is like people don't have jobs now, like, and they're talking about being on lockdown to like. If you saw the Trump news conference, he said this is going to go on until August. Yeah, isn't that interesting how they already have like a deadline set when they're going to yeah. stop the monkey shines? Yeah. It's like, oh, August, we'll stop in August. There was another spokesman too that says, oh, yeah, we're, we're only going to do this till August. It's like, well, how do you know that it's going to just go? How do you know it's not going to accelerate the 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 monkey virus or whatever it is won't jump again to another level of? Um, it reminds me of these damn Japanese cartoons. I never was a fan of them, but yeah, they have the what is it? The Pokemon that morphs into other shit. Like that's how they want to imagine us. These viruses are. It's like, how do you know that there? It's this this shit's not going to morph into another level of uh, super strength, super virulence or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's just so it's just so ad hoc and nonsensical. The stuff they say. Oh, it jumped out of a civet cat into a human. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, well, do you, know stupid, the, man. you know what the CDC says the symptoms are of coronavirus are? Uh, like what, sneezing? <laughs> no, it's, it's really more ridiculous than that. If you type in corona, if you type in CDC coronavirus symptoms, I'll, I'll post the link into the chat. It's it's like it's really insulting, actually. Here uh, it's fe- fever, cough, shortness of breath. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you do with this, man? I mean, I don't know what to do with it. It's just, just shake my head. I mean, I, I went to remember going through this with the swine flu. When was that? Yeah. We, we were doing the calls then, right? Yeah, and that was a while back. And you remember my call? I I didn't record it or post it, but I I distinctly remember making the call to the CDC, and mm-hmm. we were talking about it. And I asked the lady. I said, "How do you know that they have the? <laughs> how do you know they have the swine flu?" And she said, "Oh, it's the symptoms." And I said, "What symptoms?" And she said, "Like the flu." I'm right. Like, what? Mm-hmm. It's like okay, you didn't say anything. How did that clarify anything, or how does that answer any question? It doesn't. Am, am, am I am I missing something? What is what is going on here? I, 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 that's something that's, and you're just pointing this out too. And it's like uh, recently Corbett on the Corbett report, mm-hmm. like it dawned on him, and he was talking about it. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, right on, man. Like, what is this? Like, what? Uh, uh, what's this magic, magical ability they have to know that it's this particular virus when there's nothing else to no other metric by which to measure gauge it other right, than like symptoms. No, no red dot on your forehead or nothing like that yeah i can see if it have if you have like a you know how ringworm is like if you have like yeah. one ring like between yeah. your eyes or something like that oh you got exactly. the yeah you might have it we have to might, confirm yeah. it yeah or it could have so hit your head on a you know a coat hanger or something but like yeah. on a coat rack or or whatever but like yeah so the punchline for me is okay so then you're just reporting the flu now if you go to it's called the sick map again i'll post that into the chat sick map yeah do you know how many people worldwide have died allegedly from coronavirus today as of right now it's like 2000 or something right uh it's actually 7154 According to this website, that's live. Here, I'll post the link. Oh, do you have the? Do you have? Because John sent me the 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 death toll ticker. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do. I just Ridiculous. posted it. You tell me if it's the same thing. It's it's keeping like a live, yeah, <laughs> a live tally of deaths with bubble charts and yeah. Yeah, it's now, if, so if you take 7154 and you go to Google and you say how many people are on the planet, I'll tell you it's like 7.5 billion. Mm-hmm. You run the math. I ran the math. You have a 1 and 1.25 a million odds of dying from coronavirus as of right now. Yeah, so it, like you have more of a chance of winning your state lottery like twice. Somebody, 15, somebody put fifteen it. times or something like that. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, I was I was trying to come up with an analogy too. I said I was trying to think like yeah, probably more people died from choking on like tooth tooth you know those toothpicks that they'll stick in hamburgers with the with the pla- mm. with the fr- frilly plastic thing more people die choking to death on those than mm-hmm. have died from that or something you know like actually people die deaths. from from elephants you know be, being die uh being stomped on and it's not that much <laughs> you can use that analogy but at the same time if you type in odds <laughs> you know most common ways of dying you know you've got heart disease and and as you mentioned they will never say medical mistakes but that's really high but but your odds of of dying in a car crash is like one in one twenty five. <laughs> what if it was true? Car, and that's Wait, fine. What if it's true that more people have been traveled by elephants? <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> then died from the fire. Oh man! Oh shit! And then it's like, why, oh, man? I don't. I don't know. I. I just. Uh, they're reporting it like. Here's. Here's two. I. Uh, this is. I think this is. Um, pertinent. It's like you know how global warming. It's like. Used to like okay the weather's getting warm. Hey everybody the weather's getting warm. Oh. It used to it used to be oh it's summer coming up. Oh yeah we're getting into March. Oh that's right yeah summer. Now it's like, oh yeah, well that's because we're all going to die because climate change. And they have flu season, 
And it used to be, uh, yeah, well, some people at work have gotten sick, people at school are getting sick. It's like, um, yeah, well, it's flu. It's flu season. Flu's going around. Now it's like pandemic season. Now it's time to panic because it's pandemic. And that's it, that's I, I think it's a it's a an across the board analogy. I really do. And they could do this periodically. They could just do it at their whim. They could right. take flu season and turn it into a pandemic. Yep. And if you listen to the reporting, they're describing the freaking flu season. Mm-hmm. Oh, older people and elderly are more sick. Well, just like the flu, um, yeah, you have occasional, like a younger person may maybe die. Just like the flu, uh, you know, you're susceptible if you have pre-existing conditions. Just like the flu. Mm-hmm. It's like it's. I think the global warming analogy is is right right there because like uh, something that's commonplace. It always has been commonplace. There's nothing going on right now currently based on what they're reporting. That's that's any any really distinct from the flu. Um, they said China doesn't report doesn't keep a, an accurate count of flu deaths per year. Mm-hmm. They never have. Uh, they lie about everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, they do over here too. Mm-hmm. But so far, I, I mean, listening to what's coming out of official sources, so far, I'm like, well, what is there? What is the concern? Except for some, except for some hypothetical future projection, based on this n- novel virus that just jumped out of the uh, some um, some mammal, civet cat or whatever they say, it just recently transmorgified or evolved or whatever they say happened. So, so they've had enough time to study this to know exactly what it's going to do, and then it's going to peter out by August, and it's going to. This is this is wild, beyond science fiction horseshit. But here's the thing, Chris. Up until this week, for all the years that we've been talking about this stuff, for the most part, none of this shenanigans has affected us personally. Like we've chosen for it to affect us because mm-hmm. we're talking about it. Yeah. But but now they're making it so I can't do business. I have to shut my business down. They're making it so I can't go work out. Like if I can't work out, I work out three times a week. Mm-hmm. If I can't work out for three, four or five months, I'm going to get fat. I'm going to get – I'm not going to be happy about that. Yeah, I mean, you can work out at home, but I know what you mean. You want to get it. I don't there. have weights at home. I don't have what Planet Fitness has. They have, yeah. you know, fifty thousand dollars worth of equipment that I use for stinking nineteen dollars a month. But, yeah. but forget Planet Fitness. Uh, the fact that my my business has literally it's it's done. Like zero dollars is coming in right now. And I'm an, I have internet businesses. Zero dollars coming in. People are just like. <sighs> I know, man. It's like gonna. Well, here's the thing too, because um, uh, you know the 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 kind of uh, you know the auto hoaxer crowd out there is saying, oh well, you know this is nothing. No one dies. Get no one gets hurt. Blah blah blah. It's like, no, this is very real. 
yeah, this very is now real for the first this, time. Yeah, it's going to be very real consequences for everybody. Yeah, uh, the, are people going to die? Like I said, yeah, more the more people that are going to go to the doctor, the the high probability that more people are going to end up dead. Now, is it because you know we should be all scared? It's like um, no, I'm not saying that, but like. Yeah, this shit's going to change. Just like it changed after 9-11. A lot of shit changed after 9-11. And it's like... uh, And and here's the thing, too. It's it's not like we didn't know this was going to happen. We knew this was going to happen. No, I didn't know this was going to happen. Not like this. Well, you didn't think there was going to be another event that could push us further toward more... Shit like nine eleven, or you thought you yeah, thought that nine eleven yeah, th- was it? it was, I, it's definitely it happens about every twenty years. Yeah, but, yeah. but well, we knew it's gonna I, happen. I thought it would be a movie on TV that happened. And this is like closing businesses down and making it so people can't get out of their house. In San Francisco, they're on lockdown right now. You cannot leave your house for any reason. You have to get permission to leave your house. What if you do leave your house? Are they gonna like? I, don't, I would love to test that. I would love I to test. Um, but then I got my, you know, my wife who's scared about stuff like that. Like I, for the first time, as you know, I always talk about getting an empty gun. We had a gun show across the street yesterday at our local fair mm-hmm. and I was going to, I was going to go and get a gun with real bullets. Like I've never, I never dreamed that it would, I always thought that, you know, Alex Jones, martial law was just scaremongering. But for the first time this week, I'm actually thinking that it might be true. And now it's happening. Oh, you think this shit is hitting the fan? Uh, it, already, it already has hit the fan. Again, if you, if you Google uh, Wolf, you know, uh, Governor Wolf shut down Pennsylvania at 9 o'clock today. Oh, is a curfew? You can't you can't go out after nine. Well, New Jersey has a curfew at eight o'clock, but he he made the proclamation that at nine o'clock today, March sixteenth, uh, that you can only that only essential businesses can be open, grocery stores. You can go to a wedding for some reason. That's essential. I don't know what that's all about, but uh, but everything else has to close down. I mean, that is just. I never thought in my lifetime that would happen. I really didn't. Oh, I, I, I did. I mean, because I've, you know, I've went into this for. I think I've coined a term too. I think I've I coined it as a compliance ritual. Mm. And you know, when I went, when I would rant and rave about setting the clocks forward and back, mm-hmm. people think, oh, I'm just kind of being, you know, silly or whatever. It's like, no, mm. this is this is serious shit. We do this right. fucking every year, and mm-hmm. nobody questions it. Hmm. No wonder they're telling us you can't go outside of your house or do whatever. Tell us to do whatever we want, and we'll fucking do it. It's mm-hmm. like we're, that's they've already set the precedent. I mean, that sounds trivial, like setting your clock back, but no, it's not. It's not trivial to do something like that and not question it. You know, that's that's serious. If you got mm-hmm. a, if you got a population of people that are doing that unthinkingly, reflexively, like every year, mm-hmm. something's seriously fucking wrong, Marcus. I agree. And it's like, this is no surprise to me at all. This is does mm-hmm. not surprise me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, am I basing this on setting the clocks back? Yeah, I am. Because that's why, you know, 
you can hear the consternation in my voice and stuff when I was talking about this in the past. Mm-hmm. And like I was, and I was treating it kind of tongue in cheek, but I was also serious about it. It's like, yeah, that's a serious marker indicator that you're dealing with a population that's, man, they're prime. They're primed to be just, just run, uh, road hard and put away wet. Mm-hmm. The, the old colloquialism, can't even say mm-hmm. the word, but yeah. It's like that's that's what we're seeing now. It's like yeah, compliance. I call it compliance ritual. Setting the clock back and forward and all that shit is is the com- yeah. It's twice a year. Fall backwards and go spring forward. So it's twice right. a year. Um, yeah, it's a compliance ritual. You get they get you to do it and not question it and do it twice a year every year and not question it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, go through it again, do it again, do it again, do it again, let's do it again. And nobody questions it. It's like, um, yeah, so we've done this how many years? So, yeah, we're ready. We're ready for the next phase, the next big push and phase. And what's it going to be? It's like, well, the sky's the limit. We'll do whatever the fuck we're told, and we won't question it. We're not really going to – we're not going to look this virus thing in the eye. We're too – nobody's – everybody's too scared. We're not gonna. We're not gonna ask any of these experts any real questions. We're just not gonna do it. Nobody's really interested in doing it. Um, I don't really get a sense that there's too many people that are that interested in me doing it. Um, hey, what do we got and looked forward to in the future? Um, yeah, it's, it's it's gonna be compliance rituals after compliance ritual. Uh, that's the future. I hate to say well, it. I think but. it's the it's a sensor distribution problem that we have right now. I mean, even if you wanted to complain about it, like how are you going to get the the word out there? I mean, they since the last time I spoke to you, I mean, YouTube is never been it's never going to be like it used to be. I used to be able to post pretty much any video up, up on there that wasn't holy batshit crazy mm-hmm. and it's gone all my videos are gone all my talk shoe audios are gone oh your talk shoe audios are gone completely gone I tried to set up a new talk shoe account the next day deleted wow when did they do that uh, I tried doing that like a couple months ago when did they take your talk shoe audios down like Oh, I don't know, but someone told me that, and then sure enough, I go back into my log into my account, and they're all gone. Did you not log into your account for a while? Yes, I haven't. That might have been why. Oh well, that sounds pretty lame. Well, send I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> let them send an email or something. Uh, yeah, they took my YouTube channel down. You know about that, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, they took my YouTube channel down. They sent me, uh, all of a sudden, after that Alex Jones thing, and they started, like, they they, they said, oh, yeah, we're going to crack down on, on, on the YouTube now. Um, yeah, they did take my channel down ra- around that time. And uh, I just started get all of a sudden, started getting strikes on my videos. And, and the reason was, like, that I was harassing people. Yeah. And then I and then my response back was like, I mean, could you please just give me one instance where uh, you're saying that I violated your terms of service? Because it would be good to know, like, okay, what I did, and and since you, since you are asserting that I violated it, can you 
give me the timestamp or where uh, were you know specifically uh, but they just didn't respond right so that's yeah. google google does the same thing if you're banned on adwords if you're banned on adsense they they just ignore it oh yeah because they can well what see now do? we're as a population we, we, we you know we're in, in acceptance now i wonder if like uh the the government like uh, officially and kind of overtly was to come out and say um like at a presidential address or something like the the president says um yeah we've had some people out there that are getting in little too far into conspiracies and uh we're gonna insist that youtube take those videos off their platform and it was like the official position of the government now would you think people would accept that or would there be more pushback do you think Mm, don't know i mean certainly there's always a percentage of people who would think that that's okay Oh, I'm sure there'd be a percentage, but I, I would I, I would wonder if that would be like a real cause for concern, where it's just an overt violation of so-called First Amendment mm-hmm. by the government instead of this so-called corporation. Mm-hmm. Which there's no distinction. I mean, I've, we've went through that multiple times. We're pointing out that they're they're the same entity essentially. Mm-hmm. The government and the you know the NSA and Google and that's a matter of the public record too. All the funding and the initial startup seed money and everything that Google received from the government. Same with Facebook. Same with uh, oh, I'm sure Twitter. I, I don't know. I don't know too much about Twitter, but probably all these all these major. Of course, NQTEL funding Facebook and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Google. Their their whole thing initially was like some kind of uh, I forget some kind of university f- grant that got got Google started, like multi million dollar grant or something. Hmm. There's the history I heard that of, they, they were someone. struggling in the beginning. That's the but that's the story. Who knows if that's true? No, they they uh, are um, so supposedly Sergey Brin and um, oh, what's the other guy's name? They, they, they uh, invented even his partner. It. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, that story's completely made up. I'm convinced. It usually is the yeah. old rags to riches story. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's. But I was just asking, like, what? Because the way that it's presented to us, like, you know, the acceptance of censorship, everybody accepts it because it's like, oh well, Google's private and they they can do whatever they want on their uh, yeah. platform, right? Uh, but it, but it's like not. That's not true of. Like you couldn't, for instance, uh, discriminate uh, on providing services and to people based on uh political beliefs can you like you can't kick people out of your store for wearing a trump hat can you Mm, don't know i don't know either but i from what i understand i'm pretty sure that that's a violation of the first amendment to discriminate discriminate against people on their freedom of speech 
their mm-hmm. political position and stuff. Like, say you have a public, like a fair, like a state, not a state fair, but like a a private um, event, a, an event that's open to the general public, but that's put on by a private company. Let's say mm-hmm. like the Lollapalooza or something concert. Which is mm-hmm. which is uh, put on by a private concern, you know, and then and then they have, but it's open to the general public, like anybody can buy a ticket. But then let's say they turn around and say, well, anybody that's coming to Lollapalooza that's a Trump supporter, you're going to be kicked out of the venue if you're seen with anything that's supportive of Trump. Could they legally do that? I don't think so. Mm. I really don't, don't think know, they could legally know. do that. No, because there's there's some, but if you're online, apparently you can. So, um, it's totally well. The law is totally arbitrary. That's what I've been kind of continually harping on. But well, so, it benefits the people who create the laws. <laughs> Simple. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's it's total nonsense. So what do you think is going to be the new the new world emerging out after this? Well, see, what surprised me is that I thought they were going to do this in 2030. That's what's surprising to me. Not, not that it was a surprise. It's the timing of it. I thought they would do it not in 2020, but 2030, because they keep talking about 2030. So, you know, Alan Watt always talks about this being the century change. 9-11 kicked off the century change. And I, I know, unless this QAnon thing is true, I, I, let's assume it's not, that, you know, they're clearly um, going to push changes. I always wait and see what, you know, as a result of us going through this, this is what we're going to do to protect you. And then we find out what it is. I have not seen, I was just discussing with my family tonight, I have absolutely no idea what the agenda is, the real agenda is about this. I have yet to see any of the, because of this, we have to do this. Too well, soon to tell. Well, so far I've heard that, um, that's one thing I was going to clip the audio of the expert that went on Joe Rogan saying that, um, yeah, hand sanitizer, it may be a good idea, but it's really not going to stop the spread because it's it, it's it's primarily airborne, like breathing you'll contract it and then the who coming out saying it's it's transmitted by handling money that's interesting so you got two Uh experts totally contradicting each other um but but the point is that like whatever suits any particular agenda at the for the moment is what they say which is pretty incredible but it's like Mm -hmm. nobody's nobody's gonna look at scants at anything that's coming out of an uh, officialdom. Um, and then so, you have... Yeah. It, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, because uh, there's a couple more th- things, but i got to think of what they are. And is talk show now like three and a half hours, so you only get like another 21 minutes? Is that their new thing? No. Um, the I usually keep it to around... Uh, Four hours is is like, uh, and the reason why is because um, like when I, I, I process the uh, the audio on my end sure. and re-upload yeah. it, and if it's like too long, I'll just mm-hmm. leave the talk show recording on there. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I usually like to do a little bit of uh, cleanup and editing. Mm-hmm. But uh, cool. I mean, my my uh, my one remaining child that goes to school now it can't go to school. They, they it's at least two weeks, and it could be longer. So now I don't have to worry about bringing them to a bus stop. So uh, this is great. So, um, so then you've got to then you got to be careful about what I just talked about. You know, because of this, we need to do this. So there was a story floating around on YouTube that had like just three thousand views, where some truther guy got this anonymous text from um, a school board member, and the school board member said, "Hey." Blah, blah, blah. I wanted to alert you that I'm on the school board. I'm only three people who know this. But the real reason, <laughs> the real reason why they're wanting all the children out of school is because they're going to put 5G into all the schools. And it has to be done by April 15th. And um, what's going to happen is the trucks are, are going to be made to look like it's for cleanup. But it's really to install 5G. <laughs> yeah, it could be. I don't, nah, I don't know. But then she, then another text came by and said, oh, by the way, there's a bunch of coffins that they just dropped off at our school district. FEMA coffins. Oh, and that's when nice. I knew right away. I'm like, okay, that, that's probably true <laughs> story. I was falling for it up until the FEMA coffins. Well, the 5G thing I think is interesting mm-hmm. that, you know, because, well, I mean, we're already aware of the denial of, uh, what is it? Denial, active denial system or whatever they call it, that they have those at the protests, you know, the dang radar guns that heat up your yeah, skin yeah. and everything with millimeter yeah. wave. Yeah. And so people are saying, oh, they can make make you have shortness of breath with the, with this 5G and all that which I don't doubt I mean I, that sounds totally plausible that that oh they, that's then doable. they would get coronavirus is what you're saying shortness of breath yeah then you got the coronavirus cuz uh it's harder to breathe and they can they could they could do this with the uh yeah the microwave technology or whatever which should, uh, I I don't know but that that doesn't seem too far fetched but uh, but but to me, I'm like as I got to thinking about it, because initially I was like, oh wow, that's got to be something to do with it. And then I was like, as I got to thinking about it, I'm like, well, that really is probably not necessary at all, because just through power of this, you know, the psychology and the stuff we've talked about in the past quite a bit is like you know like things like the power of suggestion and all that. Mm-hmm. And it's like all they need to do is suggest that you're sick, and then like a lot of people will just psycho, you know, psychosomatic illnesses mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. is, is well understood as a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, yeah, just through the power of suggestion, especially if you, and then people get cold and flu anyway. So it's like, oh yeah, you got the flu now, you got you got the coronavirus potentially, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like, so why would they need to bother? Uh, dialing in a this technology to trigger something that could be done through a simpler, more tried and true way. That's 
that's the way I look at a lot of this stuff too. Because there's a tendency for people want to invoke the exotic, you know, like oh, exotic new technology is being weaponized against the people. It's like no, it's like what we're, what we're looking at. I think the better understand what happens is like yeah, it's it's psychology. It's it's the weaponization of psychology and anthropology. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, whatever can be achieved through just conventional tried and true methods is what's going to be employed. I, I don't think that a lot of this is even dependent on some kind of exet- a, a new technology at all, really. Um, not not to say that this that the five G won't be used for. Uh, like Brzezinski's talking about in the between two ages, like pacification and all this stuff. Because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's definitely, I believe, te- you know, from a technological standpoint, doable. I don't know. This is crazy, man. I don't know. Well, I, it wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if we find out that the real reason we get colds and flus is because of technology. That why not? Well, like, what evidence do we have that cold and flu were a thing prior to technology, other than what we're told? Mm-hmm. That, that, you, now you're jumping into one of the things I wanted to ask you about, the genealogy thing that I have written down. So you remember we talked about how Nico Haup said that we're, we've only been here for, like, 360 years? Remember that conversation? Mm-hmm. Can you, like, think right now, I'm going to a little test. Can you think of what your mom's name is? Of course, you know your mom's name. But your mom's mom's name and your mom's dad's name, of course, you know your grandparents' name. But do you know what your great-grandparents' names were? Great-grandparents? Yeah. Um, Haas is the last name. No, but first name. First name. Um, I, I don't. Why is it that I, when I ask that question, I've only asked it to like five people now? No one can really go beyond that. I remember my great grandma on uh-huh. my my uh, on my uh, dad's side. Uh huh. But if you were to go to your mom and ask her to do the same thing, she would probably only know one level higher than you. How I know. Po- no, actually, I know. I know my uh, great grandma on my mom's side. Uh, Wynnum, uh, 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 Josephine was her name. Mm-hmm. Audrey was her husband. So yeah. But how, how is it that a family? Again, I haven't asked enough people to to see a pattern here. Why is it that my family and now talking to you? Why is it you can't you don't know who the great 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 grandma was just through story and reminiscing and well, why is that? I think well, about from- something. Yeah, well, from what I understand, that was in so-called primitive cultures. They would have known that. Mm-hmm. But why is it today we don't know that? Is it because there are no primitive cultures? Is that's my point? There are no primitive cultures uh, beyond three hundred and sixty years. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, no, I think it's just a cultural thing where or. 
part. Now, the the Mormons, from what I understand, like they they do make it a point to trace back their lineage. Mm-hmm. So it's a cultural thing. I think, I think yeah, something that um, the average person though is not going to be too concerned about. Seems mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've crossed that off. So I want to get back to the vegetable argument. So one of the talking points that I never hear anyone talking about is that vegans kill more animals than carnivores. Way more. Well, their argument's going to be that, um, which is totally ridiculous, is that cows and pigs are fed food that could go to humans, which is which makes no sense economically because why would you feed wheat to a cow that you could sell for four dollars a loaf in the grocery store that doesn't make economic sense but they don't feed the they don't feed the wheat that could be made and it's like a lot of uh stuff scrap and stuff like that that they feed to and and another thing too Here's something that never gets brought up. It's like uh, I was I was ranting and raving about this a couple times about the groceries that get thrown into the landfill. Mm-hmm. Like half of the groceries go into the landfill, mm-hmm. and the produce is um, it's like two thirds of all the produce, the fruits and vegetables that come out of the crops and stuff the crop yields gets thrown away a big percentage of it gets thrown away that never makes it into the store and then uh there's a high percentage after that that gets thrown away and none of that gets fed to livestock which could be fed to livestock and i miscommunication what i'm saying is farmers admit that they have to shoot thousands of groundhogs and foxes and to keep their crops from being pre- uh, from being eaten by them. Oh yeah, I, I went on a hunting on a trip uh, with a friend of mine. We went and shot uh, gophers and prairie dogs and stuff because they were they were yeah taking over this guy's ranch, cattle ranch, and mm-hmm. the cows will step down in the holes and break their ankles, and it's a big hassle. So you got to mm-hmm. you got to do something about the prairie dogs. Mm-hmm. The next point I have is, um, and I went on Reddit and asked this question, and I love the non-answer. And my question was, it was on a vegan for subreddit on Reddit, and I said, do, do vegans want cows to be extinct? It's such a loaded question. And no one answered it because they knew what the, the, no matter how they answered it, it would be a wrong answer. And the reason I asked that for people who aren't getting that is because it seems like cows are artificially created, artificially inseminated, mm-hmm. for the most part, for food. And if they aren't artificially inseminated and they were thrown out into the wild, they would become extinct. They would be, like, gone very quickly. It seems like um, most people think cows are just a food source and they become extinct. Now, and that leads into my fourth thing which is regenerative farming. Yeah. And no one really talks about that, where the cow poops. Four days later, you have a chickens come in, they scratch at the poop, and they get rid of the worms, and then you have ducks that take care of uh, 
the the outside perimeter of the farm, take care of all the insects and all that kind of stuff, and it, it's just a cycle. Mm-hmm. And um, so, if it wasn't for these ca- these awful cows and awful animals, you know, you're going to rely on uh, vegans are going to rely on crops that are artificial too, with artificial fertilizers, which creates desertification, which is a huge problem. It actually, we know it creates global warming. I'm not into the, you know, it's my fault that we have global warming. It's corporations' faults that, that is my belief. But if you have a bare piece of land, you know, if you go outside your, your house and there's a bare spot of land, you know, in the morning and you step out there with your bare feet, it's very cold. And when it's in the middle of the afternoon and it's hot, it's, you can't stand on that, that land. You have to jump to the grass. It's kind of like a little mini climate right there. Well, if you have desertification where you're tilling and you're putting artificial nitrogen down, all the other nonsense that's put down, that's why the water runs off. It creates desertification. Then it helps create global warming. That all ties into this whole vegan thing. Mm -hmm. They don't want to talk about that. Well, yeah, uh, you've looked into Alan Savory and the yeah, Savory desert- Institute and all that. Yeah, des- des- desertification. Yeah, desertification, and then they have apparently documentation of like you know, and all kinds of before and after uh, pictures and footage of. Okay, here's a plot of land. Here we did regenerative grazing, uh, and then in the after picture, and it's like it's amazing absolutely astounding like what mm-hmm. they do with the with the worst looking plot of land they could re, you know make it all lush and productive like uh and and these uh people that are their their whole livelihood depends on you know livestock like these herders that live in africa and stuff and showing the difference between their life before and after like the you know, after the and they're enjoying the benefits of this regenerative grazing and all that. It's just incontrovertible proof that okay, here's something that's like proven to work, and we can show it to you. So it's not this hypothetical that you have to right. wait for, you know, umpteen years to to see anything. You know, like uh, it's projected out into the future. It's like oh, here we have it, and we can demonstrate it. And they've like re. Um, there's another I don't know they're they're not associated with the Savory Institute but there's another group that like they've gone out into the desert and uh restore replenish the soil in the desert and uh mm-hmm. have like made um had a lot of success in growing stuff in the desert through some mm-hmm. method methodology mm-hmm. and they have you know evidence of it like oh here's a before and after and very straightforward. So, yeah, this this climate stuff is just yeah. If there if there's this stuff out there and um, you know nobody's talking about it, well, it's for a reason. Is because the, the they don't want to find they don't want actual solutions to the problem. So that's no, no, pretty obvious to me. Did you hear the stat that the cement industry is actually the biggest contributor to to global warming? No, huh? That's the first time I heard that. Yeah. Might want to look into that. Cement industry. Cement, yeah. Why does it contribute to global warming so much? I have no idea. It's like 50% or something like that. It's like... 50%, wow. Yeah, it's like some... It's like... Like, 
air travel was only like two three percent hmm yeah I know they make a lot of concrete for especially China can you imagine all the concrete they use um, to make ghost cities get cities that sit empty right right Oh, uh, Tom saying it's from converting limestone to lime. That's what causes all the, I guess, emissions. Let me see if I can find it. Let's see. Cement global warming. Environmental impact of concrete. you do not know about oh concrete okay uh well what about pavement and heat islands and stuff but like what does it say about making concrete oh let's see here um the massive co2 emitter you might not know about uh concrete is most widely used man-made material in existence it's only second to water but while cement the key ingredient in concrete has shaped much of our built environment has a massive carbon footprint. Cement is the source of about 8%. I thought it was 50%. I was wrong. Of the world's carbon dioxide emissions. According to... Guess what Think Tank came out with that? According to Think, ta- think, think Tank in jolly old England. Do you know who I'm talking to about? Tavistock. Nope. Close. Down the street. Oh. I was on the tip of my tongue. Chatham uh, House. Chatham House, yeah. If the cement industry were a country, it would be the third largest emitter in the world. Hmm. I'll post a link to that. So, like Mohamedko is saying, that uh, the vaccine, the vet, this is the new 9/11. Do you agree with that? No. You don't think this is on par with 9/11? I don't know, man. Because oh, you mean will well? I'm sorry. Do will we be forced to take a vaccine? Is that what he's saying? Well, I guess like I think uh, he's saying the vaccine will be the new nine will be the new nine eleven. Uh, like I don't know if he's saying are you saying Muhammad Code? Are you saying forced vaccine, forced vaccinations? You think? I don't. I don't know about forced vaccinations, but I think like making it a requirement to get so social services and stuff like that, or go on an airplane. Are good to go on an airplane. Yeah, I've heard that. That's just what they're going to do. That wouldn't surprise me. Mm, that wouldn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah. To make it, oh man, that's. I think the anti-vaxxer percentage is way higher than we're led to believe. You think so? Oh yeah. I yeah, I, yeah it could be, but. Um, that that is gonna be like a a big issue, I think. Uh, if if it, uh, well, I mean, California, it's already mandatory to go to school that they have to get vaccines. There's and, no religious no and, religious exemption. Yeah, and they took the re- religious exemption away. Huh. And people seem to be not totally up in arms about that. Mm. Um, so. Yeah, it's going to be nationwide before too long because it starts out in California and then it goes to the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. So that'll be that'll be the rest 
the rest of the country it's like you know the marijuana started in california all everything starts in california first so if it's if it's in california it's it's for sure going to be nationwide sure so that's going to be sped along by this for sure yeah um i did a. do you like memes are you into memes marcus <laughs> no but <laughs> i don't know i kind of well, got it depends what the meme is going. i mean if it's well, like, yeah, or you know that you, you just make you caption a photo. But my meme was uh, three hundred twenty thousand unknown viruses oh, according yeah, to science. Yeah, and then underneath that it says, "How do we blame this on the anti-vaxxers?" Right, 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 right. right. And it's yeah. uh, dinosaur scratching. I've actually chin. quoted your meme to several people so far. So. Uh, what do you get uh, besides blinks, stares, or I get I get deer and headlight. Deer and headlights look. Yeah, that's uh, what I was going for. Well, it's the thing here too. It's like we in the population in general, we won't be concerned or talk about anything unless it's given to us to talk about and be concerned about. Yeah. And, you know, with the 320,000 unknown viruses, it it won't get traction, even though it, I, I believe by all rights it should, because it, 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 it really cuts to the crux of the whole argument. Because it's like, well, how do you vaccinate against 320,000 unknown viruses? And if they want to come back and say, well, they're not an issue, it's like, well, how are they not an issue when we just had this thing where – what we're being told is that what they they mutate and jump so they're, they're they're i guess they're fine living in the you know civet cat environment but then the one one day they take a notion like oh we're gonna jump into humans now evolve or whatever and there's 320,000 potentially instances of this could happen at any time. So, like, could, could next week we have 30 viruses mutate and jump into humans? <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> I would love to talk to an expert and run this over to them and see how they grapple with the question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. I'm not saying I'm... I, I really got something here. It's like I, I just want to hear a kind of a somewhat sensible answer to this question. Yeah, I don't think you're the only one missing something. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, it is absolutely ridiculous. I, yeah, I, 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 the stuff we're being told is just outlandish. But then again, too, like who cares about critical thinking and questioning your authorities? It's not very popular. It's just not. It's getting more popular. I, I was just thinking as you were saying that, you know, if you want to make a point now, there's so many people waking up. But but if you really want to get on their good side real fast, just talk about whether you believe in flat earth or not. Just start with that. Just say flat earth mm. and then try to make your point about vaccines or somehow tie it to that because people will listen to that. They'll listen to a flat earth. No, they'll listen. If you say the buzzword flat earth, if you just mention flat earth, like it, like today, I, like I said, I, was, I went to go get dishwasher tablets at the appliance store and, and they came running up to me asking me what I thought about, you know, the coronavirus. And then he goes, 
oh, um, you're going to like this new guy he just started yesterday. He He's into conspiracies. So I said to him, I said, oh, really? I said, well, what got you into it? He goes, well, NASA. I said, well, what about NASA? Well, you know, I said, you know, I mean, everything is fake. Oh, yeah. And then, I, and then he goes, well, specifically, you know, like the whole flat earth thing. Like every time I talk to someone, they always zoom to the flat earth. So you're running across a lot of flat earth en- enthusiasts? No, I'm running into people who question whether uh-huh. we're, it's just the, the shape of the earth, I should say. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 it seems like that's a very popular, I, I don't really, I, I'm really puzzled by that, like w- the popularity of Flat Earth. Mm-hmm. I think it has a lot to do with the um, PSYOP promoters of the whole thing, mm-hmm. it's their expertise and the way that they disseminate flat earth i think that what makes has made it catch on to the degree it has mhm but like chemtrails like very few people talk about that but almost everyone i talk to always brings up the shape of the earth as yeah. how they got into it hmm so that's what i do i lead into that i'm like like if I find out someone is like open to talking about truth stuff, I'll be like, oh, well, you know, did you get into it? Like wondering if it was a flat Earth or round Earth? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But if I go, did you get into it because you're worried about what chemtrails? Well, what are chemtrails? They, they they have no idea. They know what flat Earth, but they but they're not familiar with chemtrails. Right. Well, now they're officially admitting chemtrails, so it'll be okay to talk about chemtrails now. Are they? Oh, it seems like it, yeah. Hmm. Well, there was a movie uh, not too long ago, and when I was going on Amazon Prime Video, mm-hmm. it's like, here's the suggested videos, and they were all had something to do with pandemics and viruses and stuff. And then I, then it was this one movie, and I remember, we talked about it on the calls. Uh, I don't think you were on that time, but... Um, it was a movie about chemtrails causing a a pandemic. Mm. So there was a pandemic going down, and then there's people investigating it, and this doctor played by Anne Hayes, she figures out that it's chemtrails that's causing people to be sick. Wow, and they actually said chemtrails in the movie. Oh, yeah. Cool. Pretty interesting. How about that? Yeah. Well then, that that's interesting. Yeah, we got Richard from out there in Arizona. How's it going, man? Uh, pretty well, I guess. Yeah. Overall, yeah, I haven't gotten the corona yet, so I guess uh, everything's okay. That's good. Did you like uh, the UK subs intro, or did you catch it? Oh, no, I didn't catch it. You're saying you opened for them. I did, yeah. You know that, you know, Marcus, that 85% of Hoaxbusters call listeners are punk rockers? Ah, the correlation fact. 
<laughs> the correlation, yeah. It's not causation, uh-huh. it's just a correlation. I must be one of the 15% that's not. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that I've uh, definitely come across a number that are, so that's interesting. I didn't realize it was so high, though. Yeah, I just get analytic analytics. That's what you call it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it gives you a complete profile on every single listener. Oh. <laughs> I know that you yeah. get Tom's of Maine mint toothpaste that you just recently bought a 12 pack of that at Costco. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's what analytics. Yeah. Anybody gets it. Marcus knows about analytics. They might be a little off. Based on what you just said, you might be a little off. (laughs) It was it was actually the six pack tubes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't mint. It was spearmint, to be exact. It wasn't. It wasn't Costco. It was BJ's. DJs. I don't know. Is, is there uh, actually that might be regional? That might be going over people's heads like BJ's. But, um, is that the store with the with yeah, the Sam's giant store. boxes of that? Is that that store you're talking about? Where you go into it and it's got um, the giant cardboard DJ's, boxes on pallets Costco of Costco and Sam's Club. It's all like the same. Yeah, but that store that has know, the it's not ex- is it ex- was the stuff expired in there it's like uh near to expire or oh. expired stuff that's in packages in that one store are you store. talking about the place out here that i that yeah place in uh oh yeah no that's that's just discount grocery store that's oh yeah discount grocery store no too. that's not yeah they yeah, have those stuff, Marcus stuff is expired I can't hear what Richard's saying, so you had to repeat what he said. Oh, we were talking about the stores that you can go into, and they have stuff that's like it's a it's the near the expiration date, or it's just oh, expired yeah, yeah. or something, and then you can get like deeply discounted. Oh yeah, we have a, we have an Amish store. It's called BB's that ha- that does that, and the guy's like a gazillionaire. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What what makes it an Amish store? Is it literally run by Amish or is it is it run by Amish, Marcus? Is that why it's an Amish store? Yeah, it's run by Amish people. Yeah, it's yeah, it's two stores. No electric. No electric. So how like do you get sun, light in there? The sun goes through the sun. I knew you'd ask that. It goes through a bunch of sun. Uh, uh, what's that called? You know, with the glasses in the roof. Uh, oh, um, sun. Why can't I think of it? Uh, wow, why am I drawing a blur? Skylight. Yeah, skylight. Right. Oh. Yeah, skylight right. And like in, in the winter time, they they use like uh, actual 
candles, like fl- gas flame candles, to to light the store. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So, what's going to happen as far as are we going to have checkpoints on the highways that we're going to have to like pull over and they're going to like scan our foreheads with the thermometer with those thermometers and stuff? Is that going to be like a regular thing? You got that link I sent you this morning. Which uh, one was that about? The the drive up check uh, like. You drive up and oh, in New York, holy crap! Yeah, that's freaking disturbing as hell, dude. Oh man, yeah. and they it's said they're going to go nationwide uh, with that. Remember, um, yeah, I mean, I guess, like, I mean, we'll see. I just installed a dash cam in my vehicle. So I'm going to document it if I get pulled over. That should be interesting. I don't know. Like, they're not going to do no medical shit on me. I'll just tell them straight up, take me to jail, motherfucker. (laughs) I'm going to, man. I'm sick of their shit. I'm so fed up with fucking that bullshit I've had in my life. Yeah. I'm going to make it a point, too. Um, I'm going to see if that actually I have actually the guts to say that. I'll say those exact words. I said, first of all, you're on camera, and I said, before you do anything to me, I'm telling you that you better just take me to jail because I'm not going to comply with any of your horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you straight up, dude. I am not going to comply. So do what you got to do. Chris, you know, I think YouTube really did backfire oh. on police. I think so. I mean, yeah, I think so to some degree. I mean, it seems like maybe a dialectic going on, but um, they look like they they really uh, look like douchebags. On YouTube? On YouTube, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't I, again because I can't hear his name, Robert. Richard, or like, Richard. what's going on with your connection, Richard? Are you? Uh, oh no, no, it's because I'm on Skype with you. I'm on Skype with I, you, and I, I have you muted Skype. on yeah. on uh, on my on my uh, browser. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, can you? Oh, wait a minute. Let's see if I can do something. Pipe about them in. That. Yeah, gotta maybe pipe them in somehow. Use that awesome software that you got. That's a great company, Amoeba. I know. It's really cool. Uh, It's pretty versatile. Let's see. Where's his? Oh, you're going into there. Try to figure it out. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, I know what to do. Maybe, hopefully, this won't. If you drop out, then let me know in the chat. Let's see, because I want to switch over your Mm -hmm. setting. (coughs) 
right. Can you still hear Marcus? Check, 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 check. One, two, check. Now say something, Ricardo. Uh, something, Ricardo. Oh, yeah. yeah, I can hear him now. Okay. Yeah. So what you do is like you got to set your application with the uh, configuration. There's quite a bit going on. I'd have to like, I don't know if it probably bores people with all the technical stuff, but that's why it's kind of like sometimes I, I mean, there's just a lot going on with, it's great that the software lets you do it, but you still got to keep track of a lot of stuff. Can't you save it as a template? Oh, definitely. Yeah, you could save it. But like, like for instance, like, you calling out on Skype is something that I don't normally handle. So it's like mm -hmm. that comes in. So I got to enable that. I got to patch in that application. It's not a big deal. It's easy to do with the thing, but I got to remember, oh, okay, I got to go into Skype too. And I got to, mm -hmm. you know, enable the proper settings in that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, once it's set up, it's saved. And then, uh, so I got my... board here and I've got like 20 30 different little nodes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You, you use that too on your podcast I, the rogue I, amoeba I, I, can't, I can't get it to work on my one computer so when I get a new MacBook Pro they're supposed to come out with a 14 inch like they were supposed to come out with it this week but all the Apple stores are closed so that's going to be delayed Oh, you're gonna get a. You're gonna get a. Why don't you order it on the Apple site? Um. Well, it's not, they haven't made it available yet. Oh, okay. They were gonna announce it this week. It's the rumors had it. Which reminds me, can you imagine if you had your Mac, your Mac whatever in for repair, and then they cl they've closed the stores for like months now. They're gonna <laughs> close them for like months. Can you imagine? Oh, what if you like dependent on it as your work? That's tool? what I'm saying. As your work computer, yeah. That would suck, yeah. Yeah, there's so many things that suck about this. It's like, I think it's a big mistake. Like, like this is gonna this is gonna turn everyone into a conspiracy theory which, uh, theorist, which could be good. I, I, this is like, just uh, when no, I thought 9/11, they went overboard and went. Uh, I'm just shocked that they're doing this. Oh, a lot of people turned into conspiracy theorists after 9-11, yeah. But this is really, like, this is like really everyone is now. Yeah, I, I think it's... Like, oh. I, I was talking about... One, two, check. Richard, you cut out. Uh, oh, yeah, no, I... Oh, I, oh, I was just going to say, I mean, I don't know... If 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 I see that coming, maybe that, I'd be surprised about that. I'm not I'm not too surprised that this has all happened, but I would be pretty surprised if lots of conspiracy theorists were made out of this. I mean, I could see some of them, but I, it's just funny that a couple hours ago I was talking to my dad, and and the first thing he said to me was, um, "I don't I don't want you to I don't want to hear anything about." this coronavirus being a conspiracy. <laughs> that was really how he started the conversation. I haven't, so, uh, I, I don't think my dad's one, but. <laughs> but I'm totally, see, I'm totally cool when people say that. Like, people can't handle the truth, so that's fine. That's, I get it. Like, that's cool. Yeah. But there are going to be people who, like, 
since 9-11 and since shootings and they keep hearing and they keep hearing, oh, it can, you know, if you watch the news, I don't know because I don't watch it, but from, from the clips I've seen on YouTube, they always say, oh, another conspiracy theory, oh, another conspiracy, and when you hear that over and over and over again, someone's got to be like, well, what's this all about? I would think they would think that. All I know is when I run into people now, it's like half the people, half the people I run into start talking to me about conspiracy theories. Over half. Mm-hmm. Like over half, it, wow. Over Easily over half. I'm like underestimating. Well, Richard, you work with a yeah, bunch of retired I mean, people a lot, so you probably get a different, you're getting a different demographic, a different uh, swath. That's true, that's true. Uh, I mean, I think that some I, mean, I, I, I see some of what you're saying there. Yeah, I've run into people that are into some level of conspiratorial thinking, I suppose, to, to some degree. But and and yeah, I mean, maybe that's some that's probably accounted for to an extent as well. You know, uh, I think feeding those ideas of conspiracy theory and things like 9-11 and it's like of course that all, all, all that's going to bring on conspiracy theory and and then having outlets like YouTube where people can make independent videos talking about uh, air bubbles and uh, um, you know space expeditions of one degree or another I mean those types of things are going to fuel conspiracy theory but they must have 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 that accounted for you know to an yeah. extent anyway well i think that's why they came out with flat earth because the uh the stuff on there with nasa with the like the like the air bubbles in space that's just too devastating man like it's so obviously air bubbles and it's like there's really it's it's hard to deny so it's that that has yeah. to had to be headed off and and it's pretty brilliant what they did actually to to bring out the flat earth and then like yeah where it's like it it's so it's such loaded it's such a loaded term that um and there's all these examples of it too like you got a guy that's like confronting Mark Kelly and it's like with the bubbles in space and then it's like um yeah, the response is, "Oh, you're a crazy flat earther. Go away." Yeah, and it's like brilliant. Yeah. And then that guy might have been set up in the crowd to do that too, just to put the, just to set the tone, to set the talking points, you know, for everybody to, to 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 reflexively respond with that with that um, dismissal right there. It's pretty smart, man. You know, and then you know you had Rogan and he had. Mick West on there, and a lot, a lot of it's like where it's like they made, they, 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 they expressed it in no uncertain terms that like, yeah, you doubt NASA, you're a flat earther, you're a kook, you're a crazy, and then yeah, after I started seeing all that shit too, I was like, oh, it's like I'm absolutely 100% convinced that yeah, flat Earth was a NASA run psyop. And probably done by people inside NASA too. I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised, you know, if they are the ones that initially got it kicked off and popularized and everything. Agreed. Agreed. Really? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I thought Marcus, you would go along with that assessment because mm-hmm. uh, stuff you've said in the past. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Eric Dubay, he did have like an internship with NASA, right? Oh, he did, huh? I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, the you're, you're, you're thinking of you're thinking of Matt Matt Powerland. Marcus, you brought him up initially because I'd never heard of this stuff, uh, and this was like cons- uh, quite a bit before Flat Earth ever started getting traction on YouTube. That we were talking about that comedian guy, Math Powerland. Mm, that he was me. talking about it. He's the guy that does photorealistic paintings, and then he does stand-up comedy so-called i don't know if that, i don't think it's that funny but anyway whatever it's my opinion but that he was talking about the earth is flat mm-hmm. and he was one of the first people that i ran across that was out there talking about the earth being flat and this is mm-hmm. pre-eric dubay pre-mark Sargent, pre-jaronism this is like he preceded them by i think a couple of years so he was putting out material on YouTube, and he was talking about Flat Earth, and he had a whole routine where he talked about Flat Earth. Mm. I usually remember stuff from the past, but I'm not remembering that. Yeah, Matt. Math Powerland. I just watched tonight at dinner. I showed my family a 102-year-old woman was interviewed by some flat earth spokesman and she said that she was taught in school that the earth was flat and then they changed she didn't remember when but so at least 102 years ago was taught in school allegedly that the earth was flat and then they changed it up thought that was pretty interesting yeah, yeah I saw I that school and yeah, where'd she go to school? She said where she went to school, but I didn't recognize it. It was in Connecticut somewhere. Huh. Yeah, so there should be um, old textbooks or something somewhere with the uh, flat earth model in mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. I would think. Why aren't the flat earthers going to go retrieve that stuff? It shouldn't be that difficult to... Track well, down. Alan Watt will tell you that they're they're erasing history. Oh yeah, I don't doubt that. I think there's been a lot of erasure of stuff. Well, ninety five percent of all the books that have ever been in print are now currently out of print. One percent, ninety five percent. That's mm. what I've heard. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's mm. that's a statistic I've heard. That of all the books that have ever been in print, uh, like 95% are no longer being published or in print. Mm. That's why I want to go to the Library of Congress, because it's freaking huge. It's Mm -hmm. it's massive. I've been there before, um, and then the first thing I did was just go get old Bibles and look through them, which is really interesting. Uh, I want to go back there. Anytime you want to go, I'm uh, two hours away. Oh, you're in that area. Shit, man. Yeah, I, you know, I got my travel wagon. Yeah, I'm getting I can't it wait configured. To see when when am I get to? I want to see that. I want to broadcast from that. Um, I'm I'm currently working on it. 
uh, right as we, you know, I've been uh, really heavily involved in the last few days of uh, doing some modifications to it. And uh, so, yeah, I, then, uh, then, I'll, then I plan on um, heading out. And, yeah, it would be really cool to go east for once. Mm. And uh, yeah, I kind of DC. We were were there probably every three weeks. I've been wanting to go to DC again, and uh, and I've been thinking about too with the just figuring out somewhere that I could kind of hold up, you know, which is pretty easy to do because I'm pretty stealth now, and uh, just go to the library every day the library of congress because you can go in there and get a pass mm-hmm. anybody can go in there it's your it's your uh right as an american and uh yeah biggest library is it is it the biggest one in the world right now it's it's mm-hmm. huge though it's like the the amount of books is pretty mind-boggling I'd be interested to see the oldest copy of the the Baron Trump uh, series or whatever. That, <laughs> oh yeah, that talk, see if that's in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, how long would you, uh, if you were to come uh, up, would you would you be up for like days or weeks or? Oh, I'm pretty much. Uh, I I just pretty much do what I feel like doing, like as far as that goes. Because I mean, I. The, the reason the what I'm trying to do now is just get it get my configuration so that uh you know I can um stay stay somewhere camp for a while without you know cuz cuz I'll be able to have uh solar power stuff like that because you know with the trail that goes through there you can like go to Harper's Ferry which is amazing yeah, I went through there when I was uh, hiking the AT. It was really yeah, cool. So, so, like, for $10, you can stay, like, you can park in the national park. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, that area is really something. Uh, it's I thought it was really cool. Mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah, the Potomac. Um, There's Great Falls, both Virginia and Great Falls, Maryland, which is on either side of the falls. It's like a mini Grand Canyon. It's stunning. What's the best time of year to go in that area? When's the best? Yeah. Like coming up. Yeah, I was when I went through there. It was really nice weather, but I can't remember exactly what month it was. was, But that was because that was back in two thousand and three. Um. Yeah. I mean, right now it's been very warm. We've had a very warm winter. We had a very cold start, very warm winter, only had barely one snow, which is highly unusual. Normally, we get a lot of snows. And they're predicting that it's going to, I mean, it's going to be 78 degrees in my neck of the woods this week. That's, for March 17th, that's crazy high. Huh, cool. So, yeah, you want to be Harper's Ferry. It's two hours, two. it's three hours south of me. So, you know, probably be in the 80s this week there. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I've been uh, thinking about where I'm going to head out to next. And uh, so once I get uh, my modifications done, I'll be looking to 
take and take some take a road trip out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got I got a pretty cool setup at this point. You know, as I'm doing it, as I go along, and I take trips, and I'm and I kind of think about, oh, you know, this this Saturday, I think it'd be nice to have. And uh, as it is now, I camp out, and I've been in some pretty remote spots, some pretty nice spots, but then. Uh, you know what happens is like uh, yeah i run out of battery and then um i'm kind of like i like to have some kind of you know connection you know even mm-hmm. though i'm not really spending a whole lot of time on the internet it's nice to like in the evening to have it stuff like that so you, like it's it's um it gets for me it gets kind of boring in the evenings and stuff being out remote and then not having any internet at all or anything but you know well, i do you, it i do it but i just, I just do an extended so i have period an of idea time. for you so you're a plan of fitness member right mm-hmm. tap into their internet oh yeah i do i mean like um but i'm saying i uh, uh what i'm doing now is i'm getting myself set up so that like i can go to a campsite and hang out oh, there. Oh, campsite. Yeah, sure. campsites are a problem because they're so remote, and then they they charge you a fortune for Wi-Fi, right? Well, uh, I have a a Wi-Fi hotspot that works off cell. Mm-hmm. That's the only that's the only Wi-Fi I use right now, and it works. So you, it's been working real good. You have unlimited then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, unlimited for thirty five a month. Nice. Wow. And then I have a a cell phone bill on top of that, but my cell phone bill is only like thirty something too. So it works out where I'm spending the same amount that I was before. Mm-hmm. Only now I'm I have the ability to use my laptop and stuff. Where where my initial plan was like it limited me to ten gigs, or which is not very much. It's nothing, yeah. But I've been, you know, over the past year or so, I've been sorting all this stuff out, you know, the, the, you know these types of things. Like, oh, where am I going to get internet? Or if I want to camp somewhere and have internet, like, how am I going to do it? And, you know, I've been researching it and trying out different things. And, um, you know. I would take a look at Xfinity Comcast because... What they do is you get they, – they did a deal with Verizon, so you get the Verizon. But if a house has Comcast cable, which tons do, you can share their internet. Oh, yeah. I think I remember seeing something like that where it's like you have this kind of uh, shared internet thing. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah but like literally unless you opt out of it, like it, as me, I'm a Comcast customer – pay $134 a month for that and m- half of my router goes public so there's an option where you can turn that off which you want to do because I don't want to share that with I mean it's cutting my speed down and it, I, I'm paying a lot of money for that speed so if I leave it on by default which it is that means Chris Kendall can pull in my driveway and use my router for free as long as you're not using it and it kind of allocates it, it you get half this. You get half of it. So, oh. yeah, pretty neat. That's what I'm saying. And no one knows to opt out. So if you were to get Comcast, you could do that. You can travel around 
and um, the the signals everywhere. Hmm. Yeah, and if you, and if you can't get a Comcast signal, then it hooks into Verizon Wireless. You know the uh, the cell phone plan. Well, with this hotspot thing, it's just a little device, and what I what I'm trying to figure out now is what what kind of because it it takes antenna yeah and i'm trying to figure out what what's a good antenna to use with this thing if anybody's listening and they know i've looked i've got i got a great source for you it's like 350 bucks oh for the like a cell or a booster cell booster signal booster it's amazing like it's the you know these motorhome people like they test them all out and this one like hands down got the best signal Oh, yeah, send me a link or put it in the chat if you want. Or yeah, let me see if I can find it. I'll check it out. But, yeah, I, w- I would like to go. I want to go uh, some mulling some things over. It would be nice to go to a dinosaur <laughs> a d- a place. Uh, yeah? You yeah, there's one. I'm there, huh? Well, there's like one in Wyoming where oh. supposedly you can go on a dig, a quote unquote dig. Yeah. And uh, so I mean, just because I talk shit about dinosaurs, so like, in, in like probably a, a a criticism would be, oh well, you, why haven't you gone out on a dig, Chris? It's like mm-hmm. you know, check it yourself, check the evidence yourself, and it's like. Well, I don't. I didn't know that I could. Now that I know that I could, it'd be kind of cool to like to to really go there and like ask a bunch of uh, super annoying questions. You know? Yeah, they're gonna. I was just gonna say they're gonna hate you. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it'd be like going to the Holocaust Museum. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's uh, hey, if it's legit, man, I'll be the first to admit it. That, if there's dinosaurs yeah, in the ground. That, it, it. Yeah, you should do that, too. Go to the Holocaust Museum and ask a bunch of annoying questions. Bring your van. Yeah, bring a toothbrush so you can go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you know, like that like that kind of stuff would be fun to do. And, uh, yeah, just be a absolute pest. Get, uh, get kicked out of places and film it. I gave you an idea a long time ago. I really wish you would do it. And just every day, just post on YouTube where you're, you know, a two and a half minute video of where you're at. Yeah, well, it'll be on Vimeo because uh, I, I started my Vimeo account. I'm done. I'm not going to put anything else on YouTube. Fuck them. Yeah. yeah. But, the only uh, thing is, like, not that many people search Vimeo. Yeah, but it's like whatever. I mean, I don't. If I cared about, I mean, man, you remember like when we started doing these calls? Like for the longest time, I didn't have over twenty listeners. I went back and I looked, and it's like, man, I didn't have like over twenty listeners for like long time. And today, because Talkshoe now shows the the amount, you have like thousands of people who download each ep- episode. It's amazing. Yeah, which is pretty mind blowing. I don't, and then that's only talk shoe that doesn't go into all the other oh, app. Yeah, mm-hmm. places that it's at. Like, there's a one that's like Player FM, and I was looking at that, and I have like almost 800 subscribers on there. I was like, I didn't, I had no idea. That's awesome. 
which is pretty cool yeah it's like uh so yeah i mean if people are interested in um seeing stuff like that like going and asking questions like actually investigating stuff because that i think that would be interesting like you know like dinosaurs or something like actually go there and say okay yeah where's the evidence and let's have a look you know mm-hmm. and because i i think that i've kind of got a reputation of being pretty objective you know and honest like if i if i see that it's like hey that's pretty ironclad it's like dinosaurs in the ground look sure looks like it I would admit it. I mean, I, I don't really. I'm not. I don't hate dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I don't have. I don't like have a vendetta to prove dinosaurs wrong. I just don't. I just have. I don't have yeah. sufficient evidence myself to believe in them mm-hmm. at this point. I just at this point, I just I, I, my my feeling is they're pr- predominantly just cartoons and stuff. I mean that's. <laughs> Pretty much what it is, or I guess Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, but yeah, just a, I don't know. It's just it's like unicorns or something. It reminds me. I meant to post that Tom sent me a link to. Uh, it's pretty funny. It's like some artist, and he and he makes uh, fossilized like Popeye the Sailor Man, and also it's like. It's like what it looks like if Popeye, like, I guess, died and he got fossilized. (laughs) 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 But it's, like, all realistic looking. It's pretty tripped out. I got to post that on the blog. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember to post everything that I get because sometimes I get a lot of uh, things to post. Is it in the error notes? Yeah, but if they... Uh, they're not going to do... Uh, they're going to do travel bans, and they're going to mess around with this for the next several weeks, I guess. And then things will go back to normal, quote-unquote. Possibly more. Yeah, maybe. Man, you think of August. Go ahead. What was that? Trump Trump said this is going to go into August. Yeah, they already know when they're going to wrap it up, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, we're just going to run this racket until August, and then we'll let up on you slaves. So ridiculous! Uh, man. I can't imagine. Yeah, I, might, I mean, in two I wonder, weeks. So what I can't then, imagine it. Oh, this going on like this for two weeks. If two weeks, it, there will be people like shooting guns. I know the people in my neighborhood would be shooting guns. They two were weeks. told that they couldn't. They couldn't go to a rifle range, or they, because it, it's not a non. It's a non-essential business. And it's closed. That they would not put up for that for two weeks. Oh well, like just ignore it and just go about your business. Ignore the son of the bitches. No, but like, what I'm saying is, like, they're like, clo- like their- everyone's scared to open their business. Like, just open it and just do business. And- oh, I I agree. Yeah, be an American. Just practice no. your freedom. Right. 
Well, it's definitely really interesting to, to see how how much people are going to put up with as far as their so-called rights and, and so-called freedoms or whatever being uh, intruded upon, you know? And I, it, my, I guess I don't have too much optimism as far as, uh, you know, how when people are going to say enough is enough. I, I, I don't really see that happening. I don't either, man, unfortunately. Like, people, like, yeah, starting to it, it sort of collectively offer up some pushback. Because maybe we're in the technotronic era where the Wi-Fi is, like, really keeping us subdued. Yeah. By the way, you know, Kid Rock um, is protesting. He's He's keeping his steak restaurant open. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> if I if that was in my area, I would go. Yeah, are they shutting restaurants everywhere? Well, what they're doing is they're making it so it's takeout or, or drive through it all over. Yeah. Okay. Like, that's, yeah. I like I went that. to Chick Fil A and they all the they they took shipping tape and and sealed off the dining area. <laughs> It, it looked like it was kind of funny actually they did a horrible job because it looked so Mickey Mouse it looked like like they had 30 seconds to do it and they just took a big roll of shipping tape and just went across the entire dining room to block it off but it worked it kept kept everyone out of it well this is pretty nuts uh, I'm surprised that it's kind of going off like it has been it's just like uh yeah compliance ritual man see what people will put up with that's what it's about really mm-hmm. it's, they're constantly testing constantly testing you notice that too it's like and then people talk about oh yeah if you go back just a hundred years which is nothing it's like oh you could drive you didn't have to have a license to drive you didn't have to have the license to fish or camp or nothing like that now it's all this everything you do you got to have a license you open a business you got to have a license you do this you got to have a license you got to have permission from the government to own a gun to do anything it's like that's that was if people knew that a hundred years ago what it's going to come come to be like they they would have probably overthrow the government like immediately like it would have been over. They say, "Oh yeah, this is going to yeah, be the future." Why, that's why everything is targeted at the the younger generations coming up, and and but because you know they, you're 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 preparing the it like you know it's, uh, the 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 older people that are going to die soon and stuff. Uh, I know you've talked about it, um, and that's not really what's so important. It's the uh, getting the the young impressionable ones on board with wherever they want to take things so i mean even if yeah people might have said that a hundred years ago like oh things aren't going good you know in another hundred years it's going to be this way or that way and 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 maybe they had an inkling but you know uh i mean it's it's 
their children and their children, their grandchildren. Are you tired of the media spinning the truth and pushing false narratives? Well, take a look at this. Over the last three years. Mm, sorry about that. Yeah, it's impossible to click on a link. It's impossible to click on a link to a video without a fucking ad playing. Like, there's no way to stop it. Like, it'll just start, and there's just no way to stop it. It's bizarre. I had, I was ready too. I was like, I, I was had my hand on the trigger, and as soon as it came up, I hit it. But it just doesn't stop. It just plays. But anyway, sorry. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just like, I, I bet people probably were suspicious of it. Just like we can talk about being suspicious of what's going to happen in 50 years from now, you know. But uh, unfortunately, it's not really in in our hands anymore than it was in their hands a hundred years ago. No, it's just incrementalism, yeah. Like, you're, yeah, it's, it's going after exactly. the youth. And that's, like, a lot of this stuff is directed towards, and, yeah, schools. And that's the thing to look at, too, is, like, what, how are they going to, how is this going to affect schools? Because that's going to be the, the, the new conditioning for the generation coming up. And it's just going to be, yeah, a lot more intrusion and shit into with this medical stuff and and uh people going around it's like do you know that that's the number one cause of death does everybody i think that's everybody needs to know this because this is really what is going this is going to be the theme coming up is this uh appeal to authority fallacy and then deferring to these medical authorities and it's like that's thing too when they start putting demands on you and saying suggesting that you should do this or that or the other thing with a, with vaccines or any other medical intervention have the printout ready yeah you know you're the number one cause of death son of a bitch do you know that it's like yeah i would point that out to them you know because it ah, pisses me off how cocky and arrogant they get. Like mm-hmm. they have a way they they have some kind of moral high ground to dictate to you what to do. Man, I love it when they come at me with that shit because they're gonna get fucking burnt to the ground. I fucking have no tolerance, zero tolerance for that. Like you get it? Like gonna tell tell somebody else that they need to get vaccinated or this that, or the other thing? It's like here's the problem. Here's another thing, too. It's like, are you mean to tell me that you're going to be held accountable if something goes wrong with my child getting the vaccine? You're going to be held personally liable? No, you're not. So what do you, where do you, where do you get off telling me? Because you have no, you have no responsibility and no repercussions if something goes bad. There's nothing that's going to come down on you. So, so where, where do they get off? dictating to other people like what what should be done and then try to shame and guilt people into complying with this bullshit when they have no accountability if something goes wrong zero nor science behind it no science behind it and no accountability and then no accountability for the pharmaceutical companies that make this garbage right because they're exempt from and they're exempt yeah point all that shit out it's like it's like oh yeah where are you coming at me with this stuff it's like uh man that really gets me man it really bothers me and i don't have kids and it bothers me 
Yeah. Well, what's alarming to me, especially with what's going on right now and the hysteria and, I mean, all, everything that we're seeing with the way people are reacting and, and stuff, uh, then if they do have some sort of force uh, behind the everybody's got to get vaccinated, um, you know, to... Otherwise, you know, we're all going to die and that kind of serious. It won't matter if you're saying, I mean, you, you can say all that stuff, but uh, unfortunately, they they might be, you know, re- restraining you and putting a needle in your arm as you're saying it. You know, I, I don't know, you know, maybe I'm being, um, Maybe I'm going a little too far with that. Uh, I don't know, but uh, I mean, that's just judging by the hysteria that I've seen now with everything lately. It's like uh, that seems like a a good way to roll something like that in. Force more forcing forcing the, the vaccination. Well, yeah, they already have it like man- mandatory to go to school. And is it a a far leap to go from that to like f- force inoculations? Uh, I don't. They always they they already force medical intervention on people. Like if you get pulled over for sus- suspected drunk driving, mm-hmm. they will force. If, if I recall right, blood. there was yeah. Well, that's a good example too. But I mean, if I recall right, I think. The maybe early on with the smallpox vaccine creation, that I think that was mandatory in some places. It wasn't based on if you had kids in school or anything. It was just mandatory, if I recall right. I believe I read that. So mm-hmm. you know, forced vaccinations. I don't know. You know, that's, I, you know, I'd be surprised. I, I mean, I'd be interested to know. If if there are any places that it's mandatory, just period, you know, school or no school, you know. Well, you get a yeah. Census Bureau notification. I don't mean in the U. I don't mean in the United States. I just mean anywhere. If if, if anyone's got mandates like that, any countries have mandates like that. I don't think so. Oh, did I get a? Did you, did you all get them? Oh, I, I I get them every ten years. It's time for the census, huh? And w- what they do is they pump oh, yeah. me. I must be on a list uh, with phone calls and notices every day, and then they visit my house. It's always a mason. They get the part-time job, mm-hmm. and they want to yeah. know why I didn't fill out the form. And they tell you that if you don't fill out the form, you can be you can go to jail, or, and you can be fined. I really? said, "Well, go ahead." Ten years ago, I remember <laughs> I was cutting my grass, and the guy came up because why? We just asked one question. Why won't you answer the one question? And I'm like, "Because I don't want to." Mm-hmm. And I said, "If you want to go find me and jail me, go ahead." But can't you just answer? Oh, can't you just answer the one question? I'm like, no. Yeah, that's what I want to do this time. That sounds like a good idea. Just, just say no. I don't. Answer, I'm not going to answer any of these questions. Uh, from my understanding, they've never fined anyone in the history of taking the Census Bureau. They threaten it, 
but they've never fined it. So they actually threaten you with a fine and stuff? Fine, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> Census Bureau penalty. Well, you Under know, Marcus. Title is, 13. What's okay, that? go ahead. I'm sorry. Under Title 13 of the U.S. Code, you can be fined. You can be fined up to $100 for refusing to complete a census form and $500 for answering questions falsely. <laughs> now you know marcus listen to me son that 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 const, that's constitutional they have a right every right to ask you those questions that's totally constitutional you know it's funny you say that chris did we did, have we signed like a contract that we have to do all these things that we're told we're going to be penalized if we don't do it. Did we I sign think something? Your founding your, fathers would be highly disappointed in you, Marcus. Parents signed well, it for you like when they got you a birth certificate. That's right. So I didn't, though, right? Well, it's no. a social contract. Yeah, Marcus, you understand that. Social contract. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, right? I Did you? You want to disappoint Thomas Jefferson and (laughs) Benjamin Franklin (laughs) and the proud founding fathers that fought and died for your freedom and all the men and women that fought in Afghanistan and Iraq? You're going to spit in their face? Is that what you're telling me? All the the people that died in Ben Franklin's basement. (laughs) Ben Franklin's basement. Pizza yeah, Pizza Yeah. What about draining the swamp? When is that going to take place? Well, that's, what, that's supposedly what's just happening right now. It's happening now. It's, it's, it's a game on. It's on. Oprah right now, she's being yeah, I, fitted with a new jumpsuit, orange jumpsuit. Yeah, mm-hmm. what, what was that about? I didn't, I didn't quite hear too well what you guys were talking about before, but... That's the, I heard a little bit about that Oprah and Tom Hanks and some other names. So allegedly, like, there's it's always the anonymous. There's an anonymous insiders group that is taking over and and arresting nefarious people around the world. They have a hundred hmm. plus thousand sealed indictments that they're opening. And they need to clear the streets, which makes no sense at all to me. Like, they have to put us under martial law to clear the streets so that no one gets hurt while they do these arrests. (laughs) And there's nothing, so there's nothing to worry about. This is actually good news. All this stuff that they're doing right now is good news for us. Oh, oh, okay. So it's totally cool now. Trump has to do it. It's not bad. It's good. He just has oh, yeah. to do this to oh, get. Uh, this is what he's talking about. Okay, because I, I heard now. I've heard that. Well, he he hasn't done anything yet because to make sure he gets reelected, and then after, now, after if he gets reelected, then then he'll start you know getting to business as far as all the you know I guess yeah swamp cleaning and draining and everything else he's going to take care of. I think what's going to... that would include, like, Hillary going to jail and stuff. Oh, yeah. 
Hillary's going to go to jail mm-hmm. for sure. Well, I, I made this prediction, which I don't like to make predictions, but uh, I, I've ran across too much stuff that kind of is pointing in this direction. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yes, yeah, here, you guys saw us on this. It's like the, with the whole, I went into the whole uh, Frankfurt School mm. and what the climate was when they were coming into the university system and then so they had they had a period of time to sort of like try to peddle their influence in the university system and then they had the so-called holocaust and then you could see how that would be like a a vindication of the stuff they're promoting like hey look we're right we have hitler and then i was thinking about this in relation to trump and how like you know he, he is he is positioned as this sort of which all these presidents are they're just representations of things like mascots you know and then you people have affixed and attached different ideas to these personas and like trump is like this this sort of incarnation of like nationalism and the so-called patriarchy and all this stuff that is actively being torn down currently Mm-hmm. So he needs to go down as like the worst president ever. Yeah. Somehow or another, I don't yeah. know how this is going to play out, but th- I think that is definitely in in the future narrative as far as what's going to happen to Trump. So, mm. Well, and, even yeah. just what's going on right now with all this uh, hype and Corona stuff. I mean, we don't know what, what, how far it's going to go as far as economic problems. And um, I mean, we're already seeing some of it, and, and it'll be interesting to see how further it unfolds. But that'll, I mean, this is this will be great to you know bring the hammer down on blaming it on Trump, right? You got to have someone to blame it on, and they're already they've been. So, you know, blaming Trump for this, that, and the other mm-hmm. for half years. So. Well, yeah, that's the thing, and it's kind of been played back and forth with this, you know, ongoing dialectic with the uh, supposed false accusations and then, like, the rebuttals to that, and then, then he's exonerated, and then it continues on and then it's suggested that he's working with Russia and then there was a recent thing and John sent me this article and I was thinking no that's interesting how like they supposedly there was a cyber attack on one of the health worker agencies and that delay that's kind of uh, hurt their response to this so-called outbreak and I'm thinking, okay, yeah, is this going to be something that's going to play out in the future where they can ha- they can have the scenario of like Trump working with the Russians to to um, stop the the response to the virus, and then it's and then it turns out that Trump was doing it for some kind of his own selfish political gain of some sort and then that's all exposed or something like that where then it then it comes out oh he sacrificed so many lives to 
promote his agenda and blah 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 and he's the worst president ever literally Hitler and Mm -hmm. the Frankfurt School was right they predicted Trump because there was an article I pulled up and um yeah, I didn't. I didn't come up with this based on these articles. I found them after the fact, and I was like pulling up all these artic- these different articles that were out there about the Frankfurt School and predicting Trump. You know, I said, yeah, that seems like what's being. This is what's being laid out as far as this script, because we're living through this scripted reality. It's all scripted out mm-hmm. ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, next president is going to be is it Lisa a woman. Simpson? Sure. Lisa Simpson, yes. Yeah. Literally Lisa Simpson. Like the, you're going to see a car. <laughs> uh, they're going to farm it out to the Koreans like they always do the Simpsons. And then the, the, the White House will be a animated series for a while. They'll just go ahead and switch it up, and the and then the like the Koreans will be doing the animated hand animated cells. Just they'll they'll I predict that they'll cancel the symptom Simpsons, and then people will still be you know wanting the Simpsons, and then it'll just be the White House will be the Simpsons. <laughs> it'll be just hand drawn animation, <laughs> and then people will. Yeah, not qu- not question it. It's like, hey, yeah, this I, I think yeah, you like, don't, don't worry about some it. Some people would would become the conspiracy theorists, and then the other <laughs> half and they, they would double down on on, on believing. <laughs> no, and if you point it out, then it's going to be like, what's wrong with you? You don't like The Simpsons? What's wrong? It's like. <laughs> that'll be the argument it's like what's wrong with the Simpsons what's wrong with animation like why are you being like that I don't understand yeah 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 <laughs> I don't know man the white house animated series <laughs> Yeah, just I mean, I just I mean, I, would we would we be at the full blown idiocracy by that point? Or? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> Literally, idiocracy. Would that be a pretty good metric of? being uh, pretty far gone at that point it might I mean it's already reality TV so like how big of a leap is it from that to animated series because they have an actual reality TV star in the White House right yeah Hey guys, I think I'm gonna have to run here. I got a screaming baby. I gotta go tend to, but All right, I'll, man. Uh, I'll be listening. Cool. Thanks for calling in, bro. Talk to you. Talk. Yep, yep. Right, Everyone's yawning. 
I think it's about that time for me too. Is it? Yeah, it's like twelve thirty. Lucky for you, it's one thirty here. Let's see if I got closing up shop music. Well, let's see. Marcus, he's still there? Still here, man. Cool. Thanks for coming on, dude. Glad to Thanks talk to you after so long. It was good. Very good. Yeah, good times, dude. Um, so you gonna you gonna call in from time to time? I would love to. Do you have a podcast you're doing on your own, or you said you announcing something soon? If you go to liverichusa.com, that's my main website nowadays. Live Rich USA. That's Stop. where you get the Lamborghini and the cool cars and the chicks. And we don't do Lambos here. We just live the good life. I'm Marcus Allen. And then you show them all your books. On, uh, yeah. What's that guy, Ty Lopez, that does that? <laughs> <laughs> I think Ty Lopez is awesome. I'm not kidding. I don't know what he's got to offer. I never really investigated it, but uh, I shouldn't knock it, I guess, unless uh, I've uh, tested the claims. But yeah, I don't know if I need a Lambo, though. He, he lived with the Amish for two years, and right down the road from me, actually. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, he's probably an interesting character. Very interesting, yeah. Yeah, we talk about Ty Lopez some point. All right, man. Uh, so, what was the website again? I want to write it. I want to put it in the notes. I forgot to do that. LiveRichUSA.com. Now, my my websites are for entrepreneurs. Uh huh. So if you're not an entrepreneur, that's fine. I'm going to be announcing something very, very soon, sooner than sooner than later. I'm going to get back. Oh, and the only reason I'm getting back into it is because this is ridiculous what's going on right now. If this didn't happen right now, I wouldn't be coming back. But I, I, I think I got to come back. Like, I think people are going to be like, what the hell's going on? And someone... You can't do it all yourself, Chris. Someone's got to explain to people what's going on. Well, I know, man. I try, and uh, you've really brought a lot of stuff to light to me over the years, and I appreciate that, man. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad you're back in it. And uh, there's a song starting again. Love it. Love your songs. Yeah, I found that the other day. It's 70s Moog synthesizer. Goodness there. It is, again, now it's Tuesday. It was Monday, now it's Tuesday. Check out hoaxbusterscall.co. There's something going on at the website. Man, I don't know. They're telling me my domain expired and I'm like hey I just now got hoaxbusterscall.co 
just like a couple of months ago. It's not expired. Oh, your hoaxbusters call com.com is expired. It's like I don't have hoaxbusters call com.com. I never did. Mm. And that's what they're saying is expired. It's like, well, I lost my domain months ago. Mm-hmm. HoaxbustersCall.com. I don't know what's going on, man. I, don't, I have no idea what's going on with my website. Yeah, but so, doesn't it bounce to Blogspot? It's supposed to, yeah. It's supposed to forward to Blogspot. Do uh, you use Cloudflare? I just use uh, the forwarding through through domain.com it's just a it's just a forwarding uh, entry and it's it's actually resolves to hoaxbusterscall.co right now so that's what's indexed into the domain uh, DNS server so it should I mean it's fully functional until just recently, so I'm not sure exactly would, what's going on. I would on. use Cloudflare. I use it. I love it. It's free. Okay, Cloudflare. Be happy to show you how to do it. It'd be my pleasure. All right, yeah, we'll uh, see what's going on with it, and uh, maybe talk about that. Some future point. Cool. And your your domain expires on December 30th of this year. Oh, is that what it says? Mm-hmm. December 30th. Yeah, see, I, that's, I got it not too long ago. That's why. But then they're saying it's, it's expired and it's causing problems, which is pretty ridiculous. But, well, anyway. All right, man. Thanks again. Yep. And uh, have a good night. You too, Chris. Take care. Okay.